Hello and welcome to the Syracuse Podcast. Maria and Evan back today with another West Coast episode. So without further ado, I will let you take it away and introduce yourself. I am uh, Dean of Dallas uh, from San Francisco, California. And uh, my parents were from Aitos, Messinia. My mom and dad from the same village in uh, near Peloponiso, in Peloponiso, but uh, I would say west side of uh, Peloponiso, west of Kalamata. And uh, from a beautiful village, Aitos, Messinia. And uh, I got to go back. I haven't been there in a couple of years. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, I got into Greek dancing. Uh, I would say 1980, uh, God, 82, 83 was my first uh, dance group that we tried to do. And uh, and that story, it's interesting how I also got into that, the dancing part of it and how I got into directing and uh, and there, more of this will come out, I guess, in the wash as we talk about this. Yeah, so, uh, so my, I, I think sixth grade or fifth grade, uh, there was this teacher called uh, Fedoniliadis. He he was a dancer. He was actually in the Navy SEALs in in Greece. Uh, he was about four feet tall, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but he was a, he was a Navy SEAL for uh, in Greece, and he was very hardcore. He was very uh, military. The way he talked dancing was kind of like a military thing, and uh, he was from uh, Likion El Nidon of uh, Thessaloniki. So if you know anything about Likion El Nidon. Uh, from the 40s, okay, so let's go over a little bit of history. So mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people don't know about this. So Likunidon after, in Greece in general, after World War II, tried to Hellenize things. They tried to uh, create an identity, kind of like what was going on in Bulgaria, kind of was going, they tried to make everything uh, like a homogenous thing where everything was like an even playing field. Like Kalamachano danced in Kalamata, in Likun of Kalamata would be the Kalamachano danced in Likion of Thessaloniki in Athens. In mm-hmm. so so basically they kind of they took a steamroller and they steamrolled over all these dances and all these traditions and they just went right through and said, This is the Greek identity, this is how we're gonna teach it. It was almost like color by numbers, you know? Yeah. Put a little mm-hmm. red here, put a little blue. So and this guy Fedon, that's the way he taught. I mean, he would do critico certo or or pedozali with a clarino. It, it was it didn't matter as long as you had the music and it was the the right melody beat he could fit it zonaradica clarina uh ipirotica clarina macedonian clarina cretan island clarino it was like it didn't matter because wow. it was just they just kind of bulldozed and and there was no nuance to it uh was is 100 miles an hour you know <laughs> It was like, and we're just uh, all the guys in the group would jump out and do spin kicks and and squats and uh, Gaida would be, you know, just like all the guys going up and down. And this was the 80s. This was the 70s and 80s of Greek dance and pinwheels. Uh, it was like uh, the, the Rockettes out there. It was it was a fiasco. Right. So. Like the first FDFs from 70, I think it started 70, I want to say 76, all the way to, I think, probably 89. That's the watershed moment of FDF. It was uh, it was like uh, you'd have teak or, or, or a peduzali, and then you'd have a kotsari, and then you'd have a malevisiotico, and then you'd have a, a kalamachano in there. So you have all these areas of Greece done at 100 miles an hour, girls coming out, 
guys coming back. Uh, you do cross figures on like guys facing that way, left guys facing to the right. It was it was just insane, and it was all over choreographed. Uh, to the to I mean you'd hear uh Parios uh like Icariotico mm-hmm. the party you wouldn't hear a really cariotico like that we hear now you'd hear Parios Icariotico you know and then yeah. people would do this you know really funky so I started in 82 uh, he he had an all girls group so he had like three groups at the church at Annunciation in San Francisco and they're all girls groups and I remember going well how come there's no guy group so I remember going in uh, in 82, he started to bring guys in and it would be like me at 12 years old dancing with 20 year olds, Wow! you know, and, and the way he would teach would be right, left, right, left. We'd run around the gym, right, left, right, change your foot, get on beat on. And so it would be very military. You know, mm-hmm. he'd look at the girls and he goes, if the girls were chewing gums, he goes, you're chewing like a cow. You're a cow. He was, he was, he was like, he said, forada. He said, he said, yeladi. He goes, hey, prem nakasis varos. He was just, he was a nice guy, but he was intense. He yeah. would make people cry left and right. So uh, he was, he worked for the consul general of, uh, of Greece. He was a secretary to the, the ambassador of Greece. So he talked dances. And by the way, he was making a fortune. He was making a hundred dollars a month per kid. I think. Oh no! What? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. That was that was our dance fee yeah. in the eighties. It was a hundred dollars, and he had about a hundred kids. What? Th- think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. He was making a fortune. A hundred kids, hundred bucks, five hundred bucks per kid for whatever six, seven months, whatever. And I might be a little bit off, but I'm pretty sure it was right. So he starts a boys group at 12 years old, 13 years old with a 20 year old. And he, he lost his mind. He said, no boys. So he started just <laughs> having girls. So the first girl group he got and all the girls were in my class. Cause I went to Holy Trinity uh, grammar school and uh, first FDF I went to was 1984. So I go to this FDF it's in Sacramento, red lion Inn, And I'm like, what is this? I've never seen dancing or anything like that so i'm watching this fdf i'm i'm like watching seattle dance and i'm like seattle's you know they're doing malevisiotico at 100 miles an hour and (laughs) kids are dancing with adults and it's it was just the awesomest weekend i've ever had i got to run run around with my friends and we're watching greek dancing and i've never seen greek dancing like this before and of course it was the pinwheels and all the weird stuff Mm -hmm. that, that we did you know and i'm like oh god we really need to do this we really need to do this and my parents were like what about the boys because you know i had my brother it was it was two of us in the house and we were like okay let's do this greek dancing stuff so now let me backtrack I really, I have old photos of me dancing Zebekika and as a little kid, like four or five years old and, and dancing. And my brother was kind of sh- more shy. I love the limelight. I like, I love the, you know, the whole, whatever Greek dancing was. I didn't know anything about it, but I just kind of moved to the music and people would clap and it was fun. And I have all the, even at my baptism, I'm like dancing around and all red faced and dancing around <laughs> doing whatever I was doing. So I remember my dad, uh, my dad and my mom, they, uh, they, uh, they were Kubari to one of my dad's worker. He was actually also my uncle in 1981. And I remember this guy, Angelo Mercuris. I remember I, he's still a friend of mine. He's still around. And he was from Candila. If you know where Candila is, uh, 
It's in Laconia. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of people from Candila out here, you know, and they do those bari tamika. Mm-hmm. It's like these super slow tamika. And he gets out and I'm 11 years old and I'm sitting in a chair watching him dance. And he dances to Tibidas Ogamos. Have you ever heard of that dance? The Atomico? Mm-mm. It's from Paleo Barbacena to Tritibidas Ogamos. And he's dancing Tamico. And I'm looking at him going, okay, everybody dances, you know, whatever, right? But the way his style and his the weight and, and the uh, machismo and the, I don't, I don't know, the Levenja of the way he dances is it's one thing to do a squat and a slap kick and one do it like with an air to it. Right. So I'm 11 years old looking at him and I'm like mesmerized. I'm like, this guy's awesome. He's like doing the leans and he's doing the the downs and the slap of the foot and the spin and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Right. So now fast forward to 85 after my first FDF, we decided to get the first dance group with boys and girls with feather. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're doing 100 mile an hour, Calamatiana. <laughs> I mean, the girl's doing this da, 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 with the hands, and you're looking this way. Da, 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 you're looking this way, and then you're looking this way, and then you're looking this way. And it was like, it was, now that I look at it, it's horrific, right? But that's my start. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So so now we're FDF is going in. I mean, I'll I even make a funny thing. Oakland in 1988, they did uh, they did a fisherman's like like uh, uh, Melina Mercuri or uh, or Marinella mm-hmm. where the guys rolled up jeans with white shirts and <laughs> scarves. And they're doing colotubes. They're doing cartwheels. Their girl comes out with a wheelchair because she just broke her foot and she's singing. And it's it was ridiculous. And back then, the way they would score, if you had a good score, you could go from like, let's say, primary all the way to like advanced senior. The scoring system was really bizarre back then. Or if you had really low scores, you could get dropped down into like primary. It was It was like... <laughs> Like, like now, junior, I was, let's say my first year was junior category. We had girls who were like 17 and 18. Junior category now is like for 12-year-olds, for instance. So I remember Oakland, they went from advanced seniors. They went all the way down to like intermediate. They dropped out because they're low. Because so, they were doing saclamares, you know. <laughs> they're doing they're doing 1960s, uh, uh, whatever, not Bollywood, but what Athens would, whatever you wanted, whatever Athens mm-hmm. was. So this is where everything changes. Uh, the the gaffs of New York. Do you know them? You know the, yep. the gaffs? Greek? Yep. So there was this guy, Paul Guinness. You, yeah. You know, fantastic voice. Great, great, great singer. Great dancer. Laografia. Uh, he went out there and he researched. And at that time, that's basically the guy with the one eye is leading the, the people that are blind. Mm. He was so far, John Lulius, Joe Gracioso, these people were so far ahead of us. It was like we were on, you know, Mercury and they were on Pluto. It was night and day. So he he decides to get a group or they called them, Vasily Forakis calls them. I don't know how they got together, but Castro Valley puts a group together and they do first day a Kaparthos. I think you're from Kaparthos, right? Yeah. First day Kaparthos with the wow. costumes. Yeah. Now, everybody kind of had okay costumes kind of like generic stuff mm-hmm. 
they came out with the, the boots, the, the boys wearing the mm. boots, the girls, that really colorful costumes, amazing. And the second day they did uh, Thracian. And uh, I'm sitting up there, I'm 19 years old and I hear bagpipe guy that for the first time ever. And I'm like, I'm like blown away. I'm like, what is that instrument? I've never heard that before in my life. So I'm like dumbfounded. We've been doing these dances that were completely fabricated. I mean, they would take the basic step of a dance, do the basic step with figures, with with added stuff that didn't exist in any of these villages. And that was mm -hmm. the Likion way. So Gaffs comes out, they win sweepstakes that year. Seattle had been winning sweepstakes and a little bit of Long Beach, but sweepstakes is the biggest prize at FDF, right? Mm -hmm. So so I'm watching this and I'm like, I got to see what this stuff is, right? So as it happens, that year, I go into a Greek store, uh, that summer actually, I go into a Greek store and I pick up three videos from Dorastratu. And I put on the Dorastratu video and I'm watching uh, Gevgelis playing drum, Hinzos, now I know all these guys now, Mitsos Hinzos is maybe one of the greatest Zerna players, is playing some stuff, Dorastratu stuff. I have no idea. Dorastratu would, would alter a lot of the names. And she, she would ask so much sauce to the dances and try to mm -hmm. connect some kind of ancient ancient dances to modern uh, or more modern, I say, Dimotika stuff, which sometimes, who knows what they did 2,000 years ago? That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's a fat lie. If you see a, a vase with somebody holding a basket hold or holding a shoulder hold, doesn't mean they're doing Zonaradiko. Or they're doing some dance from the island. I mean, that's that's a, a reach. If those human beings are probably even the same. We're probably not even the same genetic code, to be honest with you. So, but so when you listen to the the music, I'm listening to Zurna for the first time, and I'm like, what is this? This guy's shooting laser beams out of that thing, right? What is this <laughs> stuff, right? Oh my God, I want to learn Zurna. I'm gonna learn Zurna, Zurna. This I'm crazy for Zurna. I love clarino, and my favorite dance is samiko. I mean, samiko is the the par excellence of Greece dances, right? At in 89-90, that FDF uh Fedon, our teacher, had to leave. He went to Africa. They 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 shipped him out of San Francisco and they sent him to Nairobi to be a secretary for the ambassador of Africa or whatever, right? So suddenly we don't have a dance group. And at that in 89, after uh Gaffs won their sweepstakes, I tried to join Gaffs and I got into Gaffs. And Vasily Forakis was like, Come on in, man. You know, you got the ability, you could do it, come and join Gaffs. Uh, but Gaffs kind of fell apart after after 90. Fedon had enough time to teach us like half a suite with his with the stuff that he did. And you know what I said? I said to my friends, I said, you know what we gotta do? Let's do Cretan. So I love Cretan. That was my favorite. Cretan. And Pontic, I really liked it. I really got into it. I, I knew nothing about it. So I got my hands on a bunch of videos and started breaking them down. We did Cretan up in uh, in uh, Seattle. We got nothing. We got like last place, I think. But I remember the stuff that they said I taught, the Cretan stuff. They were like, that was amazing. That was really good. And then the next day when we did Fedon stuff, we got the big zero. Hmm. But you got to remember, Fedon stuff used to win. They used to win third place, second place, even gold medals. For the stupid stuff that he was doing and and i said to myself i go wow i kind of taught half of whatever maybe i can do this so vasily forakis who's one of the most famous um, directors out here he does all the cretan stuff he's like the cretan the guru out here he goes dean you know what you do you should direct so now enunciation has let's say 
a hundred something kids, no director. So I go to I go to the priest at the time, Father Steve, he's still the priest at Annunciation. I go, I want to direct. I'm going to direct. Okay, then uh, uh, some of the other groups were given to other teachers and so on and so forth. So that was my, that's how I hopped into it, knowing absolutely nothing about Greek dancing. Zero. No YouTubes. I could <laughs> dance whatever I knew. I would. I was the best at whatever I was doing. You wanted 100 mile an hour Zona Radico? Got it. You want 5,000 mile an hour Pezzozali? No problem. You want me to jump off a, a chair and do a backflip? No problem, Tamiko, you know, uh, spin kicks, windmill kicks, handstands. That's all that dancing was back then. It was pretty ridiculous. So 92, so 90, and we won gold medal my first year directing. I was like, wow. oh, my God, I'm the greatest of all time. First year <laughs> directing gold medal. Who needs feather, right? <laughs> More, I actually had Paul Guinness come out and teach us, and he taught us stuff from Zitza. Even at that time, there was the amount of information per village that we have now in our hands and the amount of videos and amount of people who are experts, quote unquote experts, is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of experts who are not dancers. I'm, I would say I'm an expert. I mean, you don't want to toot your own horn, mm -hmm. but you could say you're an expert in a region, but I don't get paid for it. I get paid being a painter. I don't get paid being a dancer. So mm -hmm. if you're going to come to me and ask me about a region, I'm going to give you everything I know. While uh, an instructor, and I'm not disparaging this, this is your business. They might give you, you want A to Z, they might give you A to J. Mm -hmm. And the next time you get them, you might get, you know, maybe P and Q. And then, oh, wait a minute, we missed something at B. You got to keep paying and paying and paying. While for me, I think Paradosi is for everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're Greek. I don't care if you're, you know, African. I don't care if you're Indian. If you're in Japanese, because I know the Japanese love Greek dancing. Mm -hmm. If you're into this, I'm willing to give you everything. I will teach you everything I can. And at that time, when I was learning, it wasn't like that. Yeah. And 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 I love Joe Gracioso. He's my Yoda. If I'm Luke Skywalker, <laughs> he's he's Yoda, right? Or or Ben Kenobi, right? To, for the nerds out there. Uh, uh, he comes and teaches us. I remember our first workshop with him was in 92. I have videos of it. I, I got to give them to Joe so he can see himself so young, right? And we're kids too. And he's teaching us. And I think he's like, our church was like, because we were so behind the eight ball because we had like, say, 100 kids. And we needed these workshops because we knew nothing about Greek dancing. Mm -hmm. Paul Guinness at that time, I think he had gotten sick. And, I, and not too much after that. I don't think he, I don't know how many, I don't know exactly when he passed away, but I think he got sick. So we never brought Paul. We brought Paul out once. We won our gold. And then we brought Joe out. So I said to Joe, I want to learn Pontic, Kaparthos. And I'd learned some Kaparthos from the gaffs, but Joe comes out and he teaches Kaparthos and it was completely different steps. And I was like, uh-oh, what's going on here? All right. I've never seen him teach Kaparthos before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Joe teaches, Joe's like knows every, so he taught us Pontic. Macedonian. I had these. I had these tapes from uh, Radio uh, Radio Macedonia, <laughs> playing Geiko, Osmandaka, Osamadaka. Uh, these really hard from from Kimina and 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 Karadzova and Boimitsa. So I was like, I had all this music because I just started collecting, going to Greece and bringing stuff back. Because you know, '92 I was there. I brought Valitsa full of this all this information. So. Joe teaches us Thracian, teaches us uh, Pontic, Kapathos. 
And he teaches on Arabico, six steps on Arabico. One, two, three, four, five, six. In, out, really basic stuff. 94, I'm in Thess- Thessaloniki. And I and I go to this, I, I, I go to get my film because I, I would take a lot of pictures, a lot mm-hmm. of video, but back then video cameras were like, mm-hmm. like a baulo on your neck. It was just a pain <laughs> in the butt. But a lot of photographs. I went to villages, research. I'm in Thessaloniki. I'm going to weddings and stuff because you see a lot of really good dancing at weddings. Uh, I go and I hear in the back, I hear Raiko. These guys are dancing in with costumes, these red costumes. And the one guy's dressed as a woman. And there's a guy as a devil. And I'm like, oh, my God. He goes, I go, man, I'll give you $100 back then. Send me in many hours of this stuff. He goes, they have mostly villagers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing, right? So I leave, and the guy goes, well, it's going to take me a couple. He sends me. He, I'm, I'm going to leave. I have to go back to America sooner or later. But the family lived in Thessaloniki. They actually their daughters dance with me. They go, we'll bring you the the videos. But it's all in PAL, right? Obviously. So he, he gives me 16 hours of all villagers dancing on the stage. Oh. As Vestades. Uh, uh, who who else was on there? Of course, a lot of Pontic stuff because there was Thessaloniki. Uh, but who are the big, uh, of course, a lot of island stuff, uh, Lesbos, uh, Neo Monastiri was on there. Uh, some Ipirotica stuff. Some of the stuff that they weren't good at, they would get the kids to dance from the college or whoever mm-hmm. they were. So a lot of that stuff was no good. The Macedonian stuff was really fantastic. The music, though, all the musicians they had were fantastic. Uh, but who that? They had, uh, who they had? They had uh, Asvestades. Okay. So I'm watching Azvestad. So now I know I'm I know Thracian, right? And I watch these old ladies come out and they're doing tapinos <laughs> and they're doing and literally to this day, that's still the best video ever shot of that village. So just as a little bit of history, that village kind of fragmented later on 2000s. I think there was a, a marriage in the village, from what I understand. I might be 100 percent wrong. And so half the village, when there was a divorce, I think half the village went one way and the other half the village went the other way. So the main guy, the player of Azrestades got kind of pushed to the side and they brought another guy, the player for another older guy, good guy, the player, but not the Azrestades guy, the player. So, but that, when I took that video, that video was the, the villagers united. Mm-hmm. So you saw the older, the older style, the older way, the way the old ladies moved and stuff like that. The older ladies, I shouldn't say they're old ladies because they still <laughs> dance better than the younger ladies. So yeah, like the first beginning of the video, this guy's 75 years old dancing Zoranarico. So I'm I'm looking at the dance and they're doing like a 12 step. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. What happened to six step? They're not then they're doing this kulurayasma. They're doing this 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 uh it looks like a whirlpool or something, and they're just kind of they're going in and out and they're spinning it and and the back of the line's coming in, which is funny because now they're saying the back of the line thing has never existed. Really? In 1991, but now the villagers aren't doing that because they said back in the 40s they didn't do that. Well, it evolved and it looks cool. Why is it wrong? Yeah. You know, there's an evolution in dance. These people, somebody in the village said, let's do this. And then that's an evolution of dance. You, if you look at videos from Crete in the 1920s, they're really not doing much. It actually looks like they're doing a different step. Mm-hmm. So, so the dance obviously evolved and then it maybe went too much of an evolution where becoming this over choreographed thing that you kind of lost the individual of dancing. Anyway, so I go to Joe in, in 94 and I go, Joe, you know, I just got these videos from this village as status and they're doing a 12 step. And he goes, Oh my God, where'd you get that video? I go, I got it. From, he goes, I need to have it. Can I have it? 
And I go, what happened to the 12 to six step? He goes, I never teach that because it's too hard. Interesting. And I go, wait a minute, dude. Then when people were still doing pinwheels and doing saclamares on stage, literal saclamares, you know, and we were playing tape music and CD music. Nobody had live music back then. And that's mm-hmm. the thing about uh, gaffs. When they brought live music, that was one of three groups who would ever use live music at FDF. So that that's your, your, your watershed moment for FDF that pushed the envelope like, uh-oh, we got to do stuff like this now to win. Yeah. Now, now the Pandora's box is open, right? Joe was like, yeah, okay, this is a 12 step. This is what they do. And now we're, we're literally still not in the village. We're doing still kind of a pan. We're doing the 12 step, but it's still kind of using music, not directly from that village. So now there's more nuance and more nuance and more nuance. So I, I put it as kind of like an ego thing that I will become the best I could at Greek dancing. Mm-hmm. I will research as much as I can. I will I will push the envelope every year, every time. I will bring something new. I will research it as much as I can. How do you do this? You also have to be, you can't, this is something I tell most directors. You have to be the best dancer in your dance group. If if six kids in your dance group could dance better than you, it, it's your 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 ceiling, you're gonna hit the ceiling of your of your mm-hmm. limits pretty fast. You know, if I'm going to teach Samiko and I can't even do a squat or I can't even do a spin or a backspin or reverse spin, or I can't, I can't show with my body what it means to feel um, the music. How's this kid supposed to get it? He's just going to get, you know, uh, just rudimentary stuff in a, in a dance. So we, we fast forward to 2000, a lot of last places. We got last place. No, wait, before 2000, before 2000, 97. So I'm getting from 92, that great year where I was a, from 92 all the way to about 97. I'm getting last place at FDF. Hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a good dancer, but I can't bring my group up to speed because I'm, I'm always trying to like do the right way. And FDF hasn't maybe gone into it, you know, mm-hmm. hasn't evolved. So 97, Seattle comes out on stage and they do Sarakatsanika. Hmm. That was that was my the next watershed moment of FDF. They sang everything and they danced everything like Politis from Sarakatsanika land from uh, the Politis of Sarakatsan uh, there's Sarakatsani all over from Ipiros, Macedonia, uh, Romania, uh, mm-hmm. Albania, they're everywhere. They're no, there were nomads and under the Turkish empire, they were everywhere, right? But the politics have a special place for me because they're the ones that would go up into the up into the mountains, probably up into Bulgaria, and they would come down into the poli polites mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of uh, what do you call it, Constantinopoli, uh, right, or Istanbul, Istanbuli, right. And Seattle comes out, and everybody's just like this, <laughs> like mesmerized. It was tens for at that moment in time. That gets a ten. It's the most amazing singing, everything, uh, perfect. Everything was perfection because at that moment it, it they they blew FDF past where it, what it was, and me sitting in the third row watching this, shivers up and down my spine, going, "What is that? Mm-hmm. You know, singing and dancing? What? This is something we see now all the time." That's it's a, it's a walk in the park now. Everyone's singing. Everyone's singing. The five year olds are singing and dancing now, right? Back then, no one ever done that, right? I, I, we did some singing and dancing, 
but not like that. Mm -hmm. And their second day was Azrastades. So if you look at back and say that was the greatest moment at FDF, if you were to do the exact same set now at FDF, you might win fifth place. Wow. That's how much dancing has evolved. You know, that's not enough. It's got to be perfect. You can't. So, for instance, you're not now you're doing Sarakatsani. They threw stadios in there. Sarakatsani don't do stadios. You know, so it's like that they there's still stuff that was lacking. But this is this is 20, 30 years later. That's how far ahead they were at that time. You know, Nick Theodoro up in Seattle was like the, something else. And then the next day they did uh, they did uh, Azvestades and they were the first people to, to do Azvestades that good, even though the mm -hmm. Sarakatsanica was way better. That set of that generation of Greeks from Seattle, that was their last year. That group never got together. Uh, my Kubato was uh, leading that, uh, Pano. And actually, Pano dancer, he's, he lives down here now. He lives with us, Pano Theodoro. Anyway, so 2000, and so 98, I win gold. Hmm. After all these years of winning the last place and having such a big ego, right? And Mr. <laughs> know it all, after Saxeriola, you know, and we win gold. I remember crying. I cried, and I'm a 28 year old man. I cried for about an hour. You could ask Joe, if you ever get Joe, do you remember Dean crying it up? I was crying. I was like, thank you, Joe, because Joe said, helped me a lot. And Charlie Kiriakou, who, who had this huge library of videos. Mm -hmm. And you have to remember the way I learned dancing, I would go and dance by myself for hours and put on a video and, and, and just rehearse and, and look what they're doing. Okay, and what's going on here? And why, why is it why is it like this? And why does it look like that on stage? And why is this person dancing like that? And, and over and over, and while in my mind, I knew a lot, being a dance director and being a good dancer is night and day. When you listen to these songs and then you dance this and you have this, this mental picture, like I'm honoring these people, that's that's like a, some kind of weird passion, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Adios Mandaka. I mean, I bet you a, a billion people saying Adios Mandaka have no idea what this this song means. It's about a guy who's dead and some guys implore him because he was a... Osmandaka might, might not even be, he might have been Arbaniti. Uh, the story, I've heard so many different stories about who Osmandaka was, and there's a, a million different versions of Osmandaka, the way it's danced, that it's about a guy who's being, they're imploring this guy to get out of the ground who's dead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wish I had who you were, put on your shoes, twist your mustache, because he was a captain, twist your mustache, and let's go, you know. Most people sing I do Osmadaka, they think it's like, oh, you know, Siko Osmadaka. It's not Siko, he's dead, you mm -hmm. know. So, or you sing the Miroloi, Mariola Rusa, Siko Mariola Rusa Potiyi, and she goes, How am I going to get up from the, from the earth? And then the guy tells him, Make your hands like shovels because she's passed away. And mm -hmm. she goes, Leave me here alone and put a little window so I can be able to see my kids. If that doesn't get you emotional, I don't know what to tell you, but the point is nobody ever digs into this stuff. That that song is sung thrace, Dodecanis, Ionians, Thraki, Epiros. It's it's everywhere. In Peloponso, but in Peloponso it goes In Thraki it might be It's a Miroloi or something like that, or they might make it in, but it's pan. Balkans, it's something that's kind of everywhere, you know, so this is the kind of stuff that, that moves me. I dance for myself, and that's why I can't get across to kids, 
I can't, uh, I can't teach kids that, that mm-hmm. stuff that makes me cry or stuff that makes me, that pushes me, that makes mm-hmm. me emotional because the kids, there might be third generation. Their parents are, you know, because of FDF now, we have a second or third, fourth, fifth generation people who are, you know, they, they don't have, my mom says, oh, my, mom's, my mom and dad have passed away. But uh, my mom said, I saw a video of this lady that was in Australia. She was there for 40 years and she got off the plane uh, in Athens and she kissed the ground. And my mom's looking at me and she starts crying. And I start crying. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I crying for? <laughs> I mean, I'm not 40. I'm still at home. right? So it's like, it's like, it, it, and my dad was a big Kazanzidi guy. Mm. So half the songs from Kazanzidi, what are they about? The Baksenitia, you know? Uh, and my and my dad's big hope was to go back to Greece, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately he passed away here. So in 2000, we did Ipirotica. That was mm-hmm. my first year of Ipirotica. I think we started off with, uh, in the first, actually my first round was better than my second round. We won sweepstakes that year, right? We did Ipirotica and we did Mordiropolitisa incorrectly. Uh, I think we threw in Vasilarjondisa, which is technically from Metsovo. Mm-hmm. The step might have been right. The step was right, but it didn't fit as a Ipiros. It, you got to put Vasilarjondisa in Metsovo. You can't put it, even though they might dance it in, in Zumerka or Yanina or maybe in, up in Pogoni and stuff like that, or Thesprotia, they might dance it, but they'll do it a different way. They won't dance it like the Metsovites. And the way we dance, it was like a Metsovo. So it was, what else? We did Osmandaka, but we did an Osmandaka with like, with steps. With mm-hmm. a lot of like figuras, uh, Stavio was okay. The singing was fantastic. We got sweepstakes. I remember that night I drove back from FDF and Nick Feodoro, the Seattle guy. And this is this is this is uh, what's humbling. Uh, and later on, I went up to Seattle. We went up to Seattle. Uh, so he goes to me. He goes, "What the hell was that? That was Ipiros." I'm like, "Well, well, we won sweepstakes." He goes, I don't know if that was Ipiros. I don't know if that was Albania. I don't know if that was Timbuktu. <laughs> but that was definitely garbage, right? Okay. Oh, come on, Nick. You know this and that. He goes, your drama was okay. was actually pretty good. But your, uh, what do you call it, was terrible. What did I do wrong? You did this, 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 this year. The next year, we do Ipiros, right? We got third place. <laughs> we did better Ipiros. Fixed all the stuff that was wrong. Did polyphonics, did you know some some pretty cool stuff, and and I and we came in third. And I was like, wait a minute, you know what 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 happened? Mm-hmm. But still, it wasn't good enough, you know. It was it was it, it's it's if if you think you know an area, I'll I'll look back at two thousand say, I wouldn't even show that to my friends. I wouldn't show while. If you take it that in 2000, that was the best thing at FDF, right now that would be last place at FDF. The, the, the primary group would kill you. You get, you get, they get destroyed. So, uh, so then we did Sarakatsanika now. And now it's what's, uh, that's the 90, uh, 2002. We did Ipiros and Sarakatsan. We came out with uh, smoke machines, like the women, the, the women were cooking. Mm-hmm. They're knitting. We're the first people to start that stage, that staging stuff. With mm-hmm. that, you know, while the so it's not like dance. People in the back are sitting in the back, hanging out. We start looking. We put kuluri on the stage. People are, were eating and drinking. Uh, not retina, but uh, uh, tsipuro on stage. We're literally drinking, 
in Paximavia and stuff like that. So we brought tables out. We got the, the rugs out. We got the, the women doing the, the, the Nefa stuff and, you know, smoke machines like they're really cooking. And and we did Saracatanica. Now we did Saracatanica five, six years. So we basically kind of fixed what, what Seattle did. We kind of added stuff that Seattle didn't have enough time to fix or whatever. And we did it in, in our first round with Seattle's costumes, with the help of Nick Theodoro. So none of this stuff happens without Nick Theodoro helping us, obviously. Pano, my Cubado Pano, and his daughter, my do- his daughter and my and uh, Carrie Theodoro, and my brother sang this first song, which still is one of the best songs ever sung. After They did a duet, kind of, uh, So we won sweepstakes, right? Mm-hmm. So now... You win, you win two gold medals, 70, uh, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, you get the Bulo, you get third place. 2002, you get sweeps again. Now people are calling you up. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to come and teach us this stuff? You want to, you want to, what do you know about this? What do you know about that? Right. In the meantime, I'm, I'm still directing the, the old group ended there. Stavraiti dies in 2002. No more Stavraiti. But I kept teaching young kids and stuff like that. And I'm still learning dances i'm going to greece uh joe's coming out for workshops i'm going to workshops i'm uh seattle for a period of time there had some great workshops they were bringing yanni costandino i don't know if you know him mm. they would bring yvonne uh Achillea. i met Achillea 20 years ago literally 20 years ago when we both had hair i mean i'm you know <laughs> you know and and Achillea was at the beginning of uh of his, his journey. So through the two thousands, uh, I was teaching kids, we'd win, we lose, we, whatever, you know, but th- the kids was, I was just keeping the dance group going. In the meantime, my, my partner in crime, people, Hakos, his groups were winning gold medals and stuff like that. Basically a lot of the stuff that I, that, you know, it was a lot of my stuff that, you know, he had a better way of, of teaching kids, which like, I, I'm, I get frustrated. I, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, I just, like I, when they tell me to come and teach at Anixi, I go, as long as you don't give me kids to do, because my stuff doesn't translate. Other than Zagorisios, what, what, what dance are they going to like? Are they going to like leftist? Right. <coughs> How do you teach that kind of stuff? And I'll tell you a funny thing. I've been asked by, uh, by Belmont, to, Belmont's one of the churches out here, to teach a, a workshop on Ipirotica. And uh, so I'm teaching Savio, and I said, this is the basic step of Stadio, the, 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 the right six steps of Stadio. This is how you should try to get it to us. And then I dance it that way. And this is the way I would do it. And then they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to get that last one for sure. And the basic one's too basic. I don't think we get the medium part, the middle part of that. Uh, this is, this is, I go, if you're not going to spend at least five years in Ipiros, doing Pogonicia and doing that, don't, don't touch it. If you're, if you're going to say, I learned this and I know enough, get out of my way. I've been doing Ipiros for 25 years, 30 years, and I'm still learning something. It's never going to end. Mm-hmm. Something, some old guy, some video will come out or some Paniyiri or something, and some guy's going to dance, and I'm going to go, what the, where was that? You know, and, and the one thing, I don't know where my keys are. I don't know where my socks are. I don't know where my... My car is parked. I have a photographic memory for dancing and painting. So that's the two things I do good in life, painting and dancing. So I remember the lady in the Saloni dancing Osmandaka with the red dress. It is one of the best Osmandakas ever, ever. She's doing squats and turns and stuff like that. She's wearing high heels, red dress, and it's 
And first of all, it's shot like 50 feet away or 20 feet away. And you're like the lady with the red dress, Osmandaka. The lady with the fur thing dancing uh, the slow mesologi tamiko. You know, the lady with the fur, the fur around her neck, uh, the guy with the big uh, glasses dancing to a, next to a Von Hunt dancing dances from Ceres. You know, these these are the memories that are in my head. You know, the, the, of course, the FDF stuff, you know, Long Beach, the, the really the little the best dance group or dance program at FDF is Long Beaches. Vasily's mm -hmm. Contra says the Olympians. All right. That's where Adi used to dance for. Mm -hmm. So it's basically when we're competing, it's like. It's that's my competition. That's my even though you could say a oh, competition, who cares that the with one with five dollars and uh, and the sweepstakes medal, you basically get uh, nothing. You don't mm -hmm. get you could go buy a cup of coffee. You, right. know? <laughs> you still need the five bucks. That's the, the medals mean nothing. The, the it's just maybe a validation of the hard work you to do, you know, mm -hmm. that whatever vision you had in your head, you you put it up on a stage and. That's that's all it is. Who cares? I got five sweepstakes. You know, I'm probably second most ever at FDF, but and I probably could have won seven, eight more. But the point is, who cares? Mm -hmm. The point is, it's like I want to honor these people. I want to honor, honor the village of you know, uh, you know, somewhere in Argyrokastro, uh, you know, in Albania. Those Greeks that are in Albania, or or Dropoli, you know, or if I do, you know. Uh, Alto Cardanias, if I do Mesolonghi, I want to honor those guys. I want to honor those people and do their stuff as good as they can, as, mm -hmm. as, as I can. I have to, I have to take, now, if you remember, everybody in the village, in a village of, let's say, 50 people, which most villages have more, they have 100,000, whatever, you might have one good dancer in that village. And you have to remember that everybody in that village it just, especially up to the 80s to the 90s those people only danced that mm -hmm. you didn't have you'd see some really funny stuff where you'd see uh these guys in Fustanella's doing pedosali from that village but they would almost kind of do it their way they mm -hmm. would they would because the silogo the silogo goes oh they have to learn pedosali or they have to learn ikariotico or they have to learn susta or you know or whatever it is you know whatever they have to learn but in the meantime and then in the meantime, th those same kids that are learning from these dance teachers can't even dance their stuff. Ipiro's on stage is a travesty. It mm -hmm. is the, the worst thing I've ever seen. Show me a Greek, go on YouTube and then and send me a, a Greek dance group dancing Ipirotica on a stage or in in something. And then and then you see these people the minute they stop and they get out in the pista dancing by themselves, it's a completely different thing. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Why? Why, why, why is it think, like that? Why do you think that happens, yeah. though? I think because of dance uh, directors. They, uh, so uh, you need some chaos in dancing, right? You need a little bit of like, uh, you know, Caparthos, like in the middle, the, the middle guy in Caparthos, like bends over and he and he drags mm -hmm. the line forward and then he comes up and you know, he feels the, you know, the Levendia and he's just like, he feels it. But when I try to teach dance, I'd say there's a guy in front dancing. If I'm two or three away, I could I could have a little bit of communication. But I'm if I'm the hundredth guy in the line, I'm gonna be talking to the girl next to me. I'm talking to the guy next to me. Hey, Yanotigan, I'm missing the steps. I'm you know, I'm not paying attention to the music. You know, that's real Greek dancing. Mm -hmm. You know, I might lift my hands up, 
when you know in in on a stage you never do that you know yeah. you're not supposed to right you're not allowed to but you should be allowed to you should be able to hug each other you see so every panigiri that i've been to i went to in 2000 i went to panigiri in rumeli and four day panigiri and that's where papa flesos was uh was uh born in artotina actually is the name of the village they did four days of sirto sirto kalamachano lorspira and samika 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 four days from seven o'clock six o'clock daylight sometimes three o'clock they got on the horses and did a whole you know 1821 costumes and stuff and guns in the air and they did samika all night long i'm dancing samika but back then you, you had to pay and you danced i go up there and i give the guy 500 euro, uh, i think it was uh, no, it wasn't 500 euro, it was 500 uh drachmas in 2000 mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. they played 10 minutes for me i literally danced a 10 minute samika i was like all right, guys, I'm going to pass out here. You know, it's summertime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's how they do it. And the party went from like three o'clock till six o'clock in the morning. And daylight's coming up and we're still drinking Tsipura or Raki, whatever they were calling it up there. And and dancing Tamiko after Tamiko after Tamiko. People in the village are like, where are you from? I'm like, <laughs> California. I'm from San Francisco, right? And they go, you need to leave because you're embarrassing us. We don't know how to dance. We don't dance as good as you. You're like, you're like, uh, you're crazy. What, what is this? I remember uh, in 2000, I think 10 or 11, Filipides had come out uh, with uh, with a singer. And the lady goes to me, oh, where are you from? Oh, Filipides goes to me, he goes, hey, where are you from? From San Francisco. The Filipides can play everything, right? Are you from Ipiros? Where are you from? You know, all these dances? What's going on? I go, I'm from San Francisco, man. I'm a painter from San Francisco. That's pretty much. And uh uh, Marinakis, I think, is a violin player. His wife, I forgot her, I forgot her name. She goes, you for sure are, are a dance teacher. I go, yeah, but mm. from here, America. She goes, you need to come to Greece and teach us how to dance. Because most of, and she said specifically, she goes, most of the Rodaskali in Greece are xeneroti. They, they, they don't put the time and they don't put the effort. There's a lot of fantastic Greek dance teachers, but I would say the bulk of them, they're just getting a paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. like the Greek dance teachers near my village, Dean, I think you brought up such a good point when you said how, like, it used to be that you wouldn't get everything from an instructor. Um, yeah. You know, they'd, like, leave out important things or, you know, wouldn't maybe bring to light things that were more important than others. Um, and what we've noticed from doing this podcast is that everyone that we've brought on has such a drive to, like, dump what is in their brain about Greek dancing, whatever area they're doing to the people that they're teaching and it's like yeah that is a definite shift because i feel like back in the day even teachers in the u.s were kind of like that it was like i'm only going to give you like whatever you know you you touched on that but um i think that's it's so critical to do that because that is how the the culture and the heritage and the history persists in a proper way you know like if you teach someone the alphabet and every time you teach it you leave out a letter what are you going to have you know, after 10 times teaching it, right? You're not going to have. To go back to something, my other love is Nelmona Stadi. I don't know. You guys know anything about Nelmona Stadi? I'm a little familiar with it, but not too much. Okay. So, so uh, Nelmona Stadi is, uh, is basically refugees uh, from Bulgaria. Yeah. And uh, in 1991, and on some of the videos, 89, 90, Joe, give me these videos of these guys dancing in a platea with camels that look like camels and these guys that look like demons dancing for new year's 
So I'm watching, I'm watching these videos and I'm like, how can you get that? First of all, to learn the dances is one thing, right? But how can you get that on a stage? You know, my big, my big idea, right? So I started learning the dances. So I learned, let's, in 1994, I think we did dances, Testos, for instance, you know, uh, so we did, and it was like, it was crap, right? Mm. And I think we won. I think we got something. And people were like, oh, that was amazing. But it wasn't Cestos. It was nothing like Cestos, right? So I would, I, I learned it. I kept learning it. I kept, like, trying it. And then Pranzidis, I got hooked up with Pranzidis in, uh, in I think, 2002. And we were going to do uh, Neil Monastiri. Pranzidis helped me a little bit. And I'm looking at these videos and I'm analyzing these videos and, and getting more videos and get, and I'm seeing that in a village with a hundred guys dancing in a line, while they're all moving the same, they're all different. Some are really good dancers. Some are like stratospherically the greatest thing you've ever seen. I'm just the best, like fire on the dance floor. And then some guys who are just good, but they're in the line and they look good too. And then of course there's people, and then the women are dancing really good. The women are fantastic. I have this Aera to them. It's like so good, right? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always into like one of these days I wanted to get, I, I would teach, I taught like, I went over to Oakland and taught this stuff to the Dennis Tavares, my other uh, partner in crime. He's the, he's the head grand poobah. You should get that. He should get uh, Danny definitely on your podcast. If, uh, oh yeah, but he's he's a he's not a technology wizard. He's worse than I am. Let's just put it that way, right? <laughs> so so I taught him, and he won four straight sweepstakes with that Neil Monastiri stuff. And he was kind of doing it fast. He was doing it a little so fast that he would get off beat. Like like I would watch his kids, and they were dancing off beat. Which for me, I don't care how good or bad you do a step. If you dance off beat, that's a zero. Mm. If you can't even get the beat, forget it. That's that's. You can you might even do the step wrong or you're like you're, you're you know fooling around. But if you're off beat doing it, that's oh my god. You know, that's that's a uh, you're going straight to hell with me with that one. So <laughs> anyway, so he he so I was again and they were calling me the the guru of Mon Monastery and this and that, blah blah blah. In 2012, I'm watching YouTube and I see uh this young guy. So I know that most of the people in the videos you will love this story. This is fantastic, right? All the videos I have are from the 80s, 87, 88. I got the documentary on on uh, No More Steve that nobody had at the time. This a really clean copy of the documentary that they had done in 87, right? And the songs and all this stuff. So I, I had the costumes. I was No More Steve King. I love No More Steve, right? Mm. So I'm I'm watching this. I'm watching suddenly YouTube's a big thing. So I'm watching 2011, 2012, and I see this guy with a backpipe. This old guy looks like Santa Claus. I see a guy drumming and I see this young guy playing accordion. And I'm like, wait a minute, the videos I have is this other guy playing accordion. Where's that guy in the village? This is Nel Monastiri, it's Protochronia. So it's 2000, I think 12 now, right? And I, I talked to uh, Christos Papacostas. That's another guy you should get on your podcast. Mm. Christos fantastic. Christo is a fantastic human. Kiriakos Moisidis, fantastic. These are these are great Greek dance teachers, but better humans, better people, you know. Oh, that's uh, Yorgos Deliyanis from Hungary. He has to be from Hungaria, right? The way he, I think Christo was uh, somebody passed away, but he, so he gave me like a little. The other guy is Stefanos Stefudis, and I, and I, I don't know Lula Kudis, I think was playing drum, right? So I'm going, 
they got a Hungarian guy playing bagpipe in this village. What's going on, right? I'm losing my mind, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the way he presented it. Like if I told you <laughs> there's this guy from uh, Bangladesh playing in uh, in Zakintho, <laughs> would you be like, what? The, what is going on here, right? Anyway, so I call, I send, I get up on Facebook. I, I on the video on Facebook on uh, YouTube, I write, who's the guy playing accordion? He is straight fire. I mean, oh my God, right? Oh, it's Stefano Festafudis. Try to find him on, on uh, Facebook. So I send him a message on, on uh, and I go, bro, I read in Greek. I hope you don't think I'm a loon, but uh, I saw your video on what do you call it? <laughs> and I know who Zanyas is. I know who Zitudis is. I know who, uh, I have the videos from the, what do you call it? And he's like, what are you talking about? Where have you been all my life? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, he was at the point where he was kind of quit playing. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know so much. Stefano, I just talked to Stefano today, actually. He had gotten so disillusioned. So he was saying, we we're playing, watch the videos. He goes from 11, 12. If, if you see our villagers are all sitting in Locanico, all the villagers are sitting down and nobody's giving a shit about our paradosi. And you got these people from Athens coming in with their shirts, uh, dance, omelos of, you know, figuraji, whatever, of, uh, of Athens. And they're coming in there. They're on the pista when our parados is dying out because our old timers aren't dancing anymore because they're either lazy or they're, you know, they don't give a, a crap about our village. And, yeah. and I have all these horovaskali coming in and they're bastardizing all our dances and they're making, they're making testos into this like monkey show, right? This is not the way testos is supposed to be done. And he's like, where have you been all my life? And I'm telling him I go. And so I start giving my stories. I'm like, yeah, I've met all these teachers and they've like completely altered the steps. They've made everything so basic and so, so not colorful and not, you know, with the passion. It's like, it's just in, out. Everyone's doing the same damn steps and that's all it is. He goes, come to my village. So I went to Greece in 2000. Come to my village and, and we're going to hang out and I'll introduce you to all the people you see in, the, in these videos that you have. You bring what you have. I'll give you everything I have. I'll give you music, whatever. We'll sit down. We'll talk to the old ladies. You'll get everything you need, right? Anyway, this, this starts. He's my, like literally one of my best friends. You know, his family and me become, we're best friends. So I come to, I go to the village. I come out of the car he goes, I feel like I've known you my whole life. You know, he, I'm, I'm, I think 40, what am I back then? 43, right? He's like 28, 29 years old. First night I'm there, his dad buys a table full of food and they start singing and playing. And I'm just like about to like, you know, I don't know, pee my pants. I'm so <laughs> excited. I can't. The guy singing songs to them, it's like, uh, right? And I look at him and I go, Yorgo, uh, I just left uh, America four days ago or three days ago. And I saw a video of you and you were 25, 24 years old. And I come here now and you're almost 60. You know, mm-hmm. it is it is the weirdest thing that I've been watching this guy dance for 20 years on my TV. And you finally meet him, you know. So blown away. They're singing, they're playing. Later on, uh I'm there. I'm meeting all these people. They bring out this guy who wrote the book. They give me the book of all the songs of all the, all the stuff. And they come in there and I'm recording him and they're singing all these table songs and all the And then Lula Kudis gets up and that's the best I've ever seen that guy. I mean, he's like a 10 for, for mm-hmm. no monastiri. 
And he, I have this clip of him and he's giving it all just to show for me, basically just to, mm-hmm. he's dancing with two other guys and the other guys are fantastic dancers too, but he is, he's got the mannerism. He has the feel and that's all he knows. He just knows no monastiri mm-hmm. and that's monastiri. Now his dad doesn't dance anything like him. His dad's passed away, obviously, because he was 55, I think. Now he's probably 60 something. But his dad danced a certain way. And his dad mm-hmm. was a, a real leftist who who wrote all these these songs about uh about like you know fighting the the good cause and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Leftists in Greece of that generation and leftists that we have here in America, two different things. Very anyway, different things, yeah. Yeah, very. <laughs> leftists here were like oh we're a billionaire but i'm a leftist really you're a billionaire as a leftist cool these people are like people ran up in the mountains like my my family and fought nazis here they're calling everyone nazi i go do you guys know what a nazi is no this is not a nazi nazi's a guy that burned down my village you know and 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 kill all the old people in my in my village it's like the 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 hardest day of my life would be the best day of my parents life in the village during the 40s yeah. The, my oh, hardest yeah. day, the hardest thing that could ever happen to me. When did your parents come to the States? Uh, 69. Okay. They, they went to Montreal first. Oh, but okay. my great-grandfather, my great-grandfather came here in 1917. 1919, okay. 1919, off uh, through Ellis Island. Okay. He was, uh, I think he was uh, scared of the, the World War I. Mm-hmm. And he jumped ship and uh, he, got, he came here over. He left his son and his wife in the village. She, she passed away. Well, my grandfather, basically, my dad's dad, he left him in the village and he was brought up by aunts and uncles and he was here. And then in the 50s, my grandfather came here and then my great grandfather realized that, by the way, he has a huge family still back in the village with his kids. So if you want to a really cool story, my his brother was a vaudeville magician. No way. <clears throat> you could Google this, write this down. Professor of Dallas. Hmm. Uh, he had a marmoset, a, a, a monkey. During the 1800s, 1900, early turn of the century, my mom says Curious George is based on him. Really? That this monkey would go out and, and would steal your watch. He would, because this guy was a magician and he'd do this the tea kettle trick. I have a whole thing. Uh, we did a bunch. We actually were friends with, we're not friends, actually, we're family with his, uh, his grandkids now. His wife passed away, but he was he went to India, Brazil. He was all over America. He was a professor of Dallas. And that was my grandfather. My great grandfather was also into wrestling, you know, wrestling like WWF, the <laughs> original wrestling back in like the 30s and 40s here in America. Yeah. He was like he was a really strong guy. So and he would watch wrestling. On, he goes, oh, Jim Lodos. He was the best, and you could Google Jim Lodge. He was the best wrestler. Who are these guys? These guys are Hulk Hogan. He's fake, you know. It's like this was real wrestling back then. So my 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 great grandfather did that. He was an interesting guy. Blonde hair, blue eyes. How yeah. weird is that, right? So now to, to turn everything around, I mean, we got, got sidetracked. Back to the monastery thing. Uh, so he gives me a bunch of videos and music, and this is the best singer. We went to the gravesite and we visited all the guys I have in the videos. Mm-hmm. All these guys have passed away now because 1980s, there was Zanyas, who's like, I think, which is funny for me, when I hear Zanyas, that's Nel Monastiri. Mm-hmm. Nobody, he played Xekurviti uh, Gaida. He played a guy that was, it was, first of all, probably 200, 300 years old. He was from Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Uh, his backpipe was old. And the way he played was so out of tune, nobody could sing. You know, that's a, that's the thing. When you listen to the women of Nel Monastiri singing, and they sing, ah, you know, they don't match them. You can't 
it's not uh, it's not tuned. They're not tuned to a to a bagpipe or a or a piano or an accordion. They're, so that's why you never hear those ladies sing and play. You literally have to like try to match them your instrument mm-hmm. too. That's why you always hear them singing, but you never hear them singing with with it's it's like they're fighting. It's like the ocean clashing against a rock, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so so basically, Stefano. It was almost for me the, you know, the the sfraida, the stamp of like everything you ever did and everything you ever thought and you saw was correct. Mm. He was the guy who said basically, Dean, you're on point with this. You're you're a guy in America that dances chest was better than the villagers. Because you have an understanding that you want to dance like Dean. Mm-hmm. I don't want, if I'm going to teach you a dance, I want you to dance like you while we're moving the same. And, and when I try to teach, I'll try to teach a dance like Cestos. I'll say, okay, uh, uh, Zanyas dancing like this. Uh, Papa Donio dancing like this. Uh, 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 Mumaludis, the other guy danced like this. All four of those guys, while crazy good, Yanzidis, he was really high and stuff like that, but sick dances, you know, sick way of dancing Cestos. You see those four guys, while well, they all moved, the, the, you never saw them in the line together, by the way, mm-hmm. they, because they, they were, maybe they weren't even friends. You don't know. In a village of three, 400 people, they were, maybe they were family or they were at each other's throats. You don't know, mm-hmm. you know, but, but you saw Papa Donio dance really low to the ground, these pitter patters. And this really, you saw Mamaleros dancing like that. Mamaludis, but they called him Mamallero. Mm-hmm. He was he was from Megalo Monastery. Oh, a little bit of history of Monastery. Uh, he's got these were five towns in uh, in Bulgaria, and I would say they were more Greek being in Bulgaria than some of the Greeks were in Greece. Mm-hmm. You know, those people kept their language in the middle of Bulgaria and their and their religion, and uh, it was Golia uh, Monastery, Megalo Monastery, Mikro Monastery, Akbunar, Kavakli. There's, there's these these five major uh, villages, and then during the exchanging of the races uh, during the uh, 1916, I think it was, because it was basically the first refugees came in 16, then the next refugees in like uh, there was like five times all the way till 26, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, these all they all came down, and now they're in the middle of Thessaly. They're not even near Thrace. They're in, literally in the right next to Karvitsa, in the middle of Thessaly. The new monastery and the Megalo monastery is just north of them. So when I when I try to teach dances now i'm going to teach you uh let's say pogonicio but Mm -hmm. you can do this you can do that you don't all need to be moving the same way it's not step behind step forward one two three it could be step behind keep carrying the foot backwards Mm -hmm. or or little shuffle steps or and that's all allowed that there's no there's no parameters for of course you cannot do pezzozali in the middle of a testos yeah okay Mm -hmm. got that okay we're not idiots (laughs) right well, what the real basic step is? Okay, the basic step is this, but this is what you can do. You can do a hundred things with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to dance like a robot next to the guy. One, two, three, four. We kick our foot out. How would that? How would even that be possible? Mm-hmm. If the four hundredth guy down the line, because in the platea they dance four hundred deep, three hundred deep, right? I don't even know how many people in the. How would that guy know what the guy in front's gonna do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's never that choreographed. It's never like that. The guy in the back probably doesn't even know half of this stuff. Yeah. You know, he's probably not even a good dancer, but he's dancing, you know? Yeah. So when I, when I teach dance, I try to teach individual. I'm going to teach you 10 things. What do you feel like doing in that moment? Do it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, just have the passion to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I think it's probably also really difficult too for people because I think sometimes people come to workshops, especially if they're like new at teaching or they're like really naive to a region, or like you said earlier, maybe they're not the best dancer and they come to a workshop and they're expecting the teacher to be like so precise and so much like it is this, this is how you do it. And I think when you give people options, it stresses them out when really they should be like, oh my gosh, this is actually like I'm, I can pick from the menu and I have different variations so I can create a little bit of interest in this dance. And I know it's coming from someone who's a wealth of knowledge. You know, it, it's just a different type of instruction, I think, for some people. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that's eye opening. And mm -hmm. uh, and this is going to be this is going to piss off a few people who might listen to this. You have <laughs> to remember that these people. They know who they are, went into these villages and basically stole all this information for their pockets and they gave nothing to the villagers. Mm -hmm. So okay. if I'm going to go into the village of Monastiri and teach, and then I'm, I'm a dance teacher and I'm making what, $150 an hour here in the States and teaching their dances and using their music. And none of that money ever goes back to no Monastiri. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to cut a record and it has no monasterio musicians from the 70s, 80s, whenever I recorded them, and I never give any money back, mm -hmm. that's kind of a shameful thing. Yeah. If, I, if I go into the village, I went to no monastery, I never danced in front. I'm probably, mm -hmm. uh, with no, not big head, one of the best dancers on earth to dance cestos, right? I will never find myself in the front of the, of the line. Mm -hmm. I will be the 400th guy in the back enjoying myself. That's not my place. But how many mm -hmm. videos, how many videos, and you guys know who you are? Well, you'll dance with <laughs> the best dancer in the village, and you're dancing second. Mm -hmm. So what did you just do? You just ruined the whole part of this. Mm -hmm. Your big head is in this video dancing to the next to the best dancer. Why? Let's see how these guys, these old timers, and they've ruined all these videos. Let's see how these old, and by the way, this is some of Stefano talking to me. So I'm, I'm dancing with Papa Donio, right? Mm -hmm. And right next to Papa Donio, the best dancer of Monasterio, the guy was dancing at 78 years old. Did you see his, he's from the waist up, he's 78, from the waist down, he's 20, mm -hmm. right? His feet are straight fire. He's dancing next to a Horodasco. His Dean of Dallas is dancing next to him. Why is Dean of Dallas there? Let's see what, how he would dance next to three other old guys next to him. Mm -hmm. Let's see that Yenya dance. Let's mm -hmm. see how they got down because what happens is, and I, I've, I've witnessed this in my recordings with old timers. We, we did, there's a, there's a song that was made up in Monastiri, for instance, that said, uh, uh, okay. That's, that's a song that was, and something about the other, uh, or something like that. There was a, there was a, a famous dancer who started a scolia and he, he actually loves Zona Radica and loves Cestos. And uh, he was an accordion player too. And he made this song and the villagers liked the song, mm -hmm. right? They loved the song and they would sing it, right? Not the, not the first song I sang, but this one about the Verca was Malonunes, you know? So he made a song up and the song is from like 2000. The villagers love the song and they sing a song. So on my video, I'm talking to uh, the lady and she starts singing the song. And I go, after the cosas, 
Και λέω, ναι, αυτό είναι δικό μας. Λουλακούδι γκος, τι λες, αυτό δεν είναι δικό μας. Ω, για, για, καλά, δεν είναι δικό So when you interview these old people, they, they're so happy that mm-hmm. you're interviewing them. They will tell you, not because, να ψέμα, να μη σχαλάσουν το χαντήρι. They'll tell you something that isn't true just mm-hmm. so you can, you know, so it doesn't ruin you. It won't tell you, oh, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's, that's another problem that you might run into. Like you might record a person doing something. You know, I, I think Yvonne kind of said that, you know, he mm-hmm. said, oh, that guy's, but you don't know if that guy's pissed off at him or, or, or whatever it is. You could tell if there's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. You could, I mean, you, if you know anything, if you're, if you're, if you have any salt or in this game, if you have something stakes in this game, you know, who the, uh, Hulis from uh, from Kalimnos, who's the best uh, tabunist, Manoli Hulis, shout out to Manoli, mm-hmm. right? He'll tell you, that's the Greek way. Something yeah. that's good, you can see it. You yeah. don't even have to like it. You know, I, I don't like Zakynthian dances. I don't like kind of like the Tanisa stuff, you know, a little bit, you know, but I, it just doesn't do anything for me. I think it's really mm-hmm. uh, passive dancing. It's, you know, it's pretty, you know, it's whatever. It's Italian. It has a lot of mm-hmm. Italian Latin influence. So when I look at that, and but if it was something that looks beautiful, you'll say, mm-hmm. this is, I don't care. I don't know what he's doing. I'm mean, not even like, let's say, Ipiros. maybe I don't like Metzovo. I don't like Sirako. I don't like Vovusa. But you know what, what he's doing? That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's amazing. So something, so if somebody's saying, and somebody goes, no, 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 this is key. Eh, maybe somebody's trying to big time you. Maybe somebody, mm-hmm. you could tell if that guy's a good dancer. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, if, if he's not robotic and he's not, you know, and he's doing his own thing, you could tell it's, it's easy to tell. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I, I've never had somebody come up to him and say, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Right. Uh, well, 2000, <laughs> I guess the guy told me, uh, Nick, right. told me, you don't know what the hell you're doing, which he was right. He was right. He was hundred percent right. And you got to lower your ego and say, you know what? I might be mad that moment. You know, you might say, hey, dude, you sucked. And then you got to say, hey, wait, why do you tell me I suck? You know, what, what's the reason? And then you're like, ah, I did suck. Mm-hmm. You know, I did some testos in 94. That was crap. I did testos and, you know, I taught it to other people and got paid for it. And it sucked, you know, and now it's an evolution. I evolve. I evolve. More information, dancing next to people. Uh, here, here's a great story. I'm talking to to Yanzidis, who's one of the one of the really good dancers in uh, in the village, and he's watching a soccer game, and I, and my Stefano introduces to me. He goes, "You know the guy you have in the videos who's dancing. This was his father. This is it's funny. Here's another guy who's 45 years old, 50 years old, and five minutes ago in my video he's 19, you know, <laughs> right. from 1987, right? So I look at him, and he looks at me. He's not even looking at me, and he goes, "Oh, he goes another dance teacher. He goes." Are you going to teach us Kung Fu Tessos too? And I was like, and I went, uh, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not a dance teacher. I'm a painter. And uh, this was 2013. I'm in the village when he says, I was, you know, I, I was a little butthurt, you know, I like, I see these guys as kind of my idols, you know? And he goes, are you going to come here like X, Y, Z dance and teach us how to do that Kung Fu Tessos? Everybody's looking like robots, kicking their legs, straight line dancing. They've never done a straight line Cestos, hmm. that doesn't exist. It's always in a circle. It never is ever, ever in the history of Cestos done a straight line. This is something that was completely brought onto the stage, right? I go, man, listen, I just came here because I love you guys. I love your village. This is like the holy grounds. I was calling them the holy grounds, you know, of dance. And then 
I even had people in the village going, why are you here? Like the younger kids. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, that I've been watching that uh, platea over there for 20 years. And he goes, I rode my tricycle on that. The girl goes, who cares? And I'm like, and then my friends with the musician are like, I'm going to strangle her. <laughs> like she doesn't get it because they're so into it. But you know, the 90, 99% of the population is like, who cares? Yeah. And once, and once that, that 1% goes away, who's going to be left to care if it isn't some guy from San Francisco. And mm-hmm. once I'm gone, who's going to care? You know, cause you know, there's a finite uh, moment in our lives where it's going to end sooner or later. So anyway, fast forward 2016, we did the first time we did Gamiles, did we did this on stage at FDF and it was amazing. Mm. I mean, it was that video. If you could get your hands on it, it was amazing. First of all, all the DVG, this to be a DVG in that village, to be the guy dressed in the, in the demon suit, mm-hmm. it's an honor. Now, most of the people doing this stuff in Monastery can't even dance. They're not dancers. This guy, they call him Taxi Taxi Jis. This guy was like a, 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 a cyclone dancing on the dance floor. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he would go around and he'd stick the topuzi up the guy's butts and stuff like that. And he'd do really make him kiss the topuzi, which is basically a phallic symbol, you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's the end of the year and you're you're hitting the ground to, you know, fertilize the soil and get rid of and you have bells on the what do you call it to get rid of the demons and stuff like that. This is stuff that's probably foul. That stuff is probably thousands of years old. Who knows? Two, three hundred, four hundred. And it's probably altered over the thousand years that have been doing it. And these people were in Bulgaria and so you watch him dance, amazing dancer, and the and the manner is if nobody can do that anymore, mm-hmm. because to do that you have to step out of yourself to do this crazy stuff. So me and Jordan, me and Jordan, I I don't know if he talked about that 2016 before. He was the other DVD, and oh, really? and, and and Jordan is a peacock. You have to be a peacock when you when you get just like the other guys from the show. I have to be. I have to fly. I'm a peacock, right? You have to be able to be. There's this thing, alpha, beta, whatever. You have to be able to like not be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of embarrassing. I mean, you're carrying, carrying a thing that looks like a dick. You're hitting the ground. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're rubbing on each other's backs. You're doing, I mean, come on, you know, but that's what they do. This is what happens. You know, the guy's acting like it's a gun, you know. So the guy who told me about the Kung Fu Chestos, he calls me up after 16 and he goes, I don't even, I want to apologize, first of all. I cannot, we haven't done what you did in 30 years. The Xaploma, these Gamilas, where the Gamila gets sick and falls over, and they they all come over and they bring a Tsipuro to get the Gamila back, and people would give money and stuff like that. We haven't done that in 30 years. Huh. It's completely dead in the village now. And Sikharitira, the dancing, everything. What uh, We came and set, we got gold that year. We didn't win sweepstakes, you know? But what is in that enough for me? That somebody from the village and and they're going Elena Masmath is horo. Bring bring that group to dance it in, in, in our village. Because mm-hmm. the groups that we have dancing in our village are xeneroti. They're no good. And I'm not saying that as a big head, but that's the point. The point is that somebody in a village says to you, Who are you? Uh two years ago we did Hipirotica and I have Verdi. Verdi is one of the greatest clarino from Hipiros calling me Vascal. Hmm. You know, what what am I supposed to say? It's just menos. Yeah, I, I, I cannot understand how a guy from San Francisco knows so much. And, and you dance, dance. And, and Peter is a great dancer. And he said to me, Dean, you have it where you have a, I have a connection. You're not playing, I don't know. I have a connection with you. 
there's that connection. I'm looking at your feet and you're looking at me and there's a, the, 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 the stripsimo, the, the change, the, the, like, I'm getting it. Pete needs to work on that. And then like, Pete was like, dude, I'm, I'm petrified. Okay. This guy's too good. You know, it's like, but that's, that's when somebody like that, who cares metals, they're worth nothing. They're worthless. But it, and even if you were to tell me, Dean, you dance great. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love you. You know, but that somebody that is the, the well of knowledge goes, dude, what are you doing? You're, I can't even believe you're an American Nike, you know, mm-hmm. playfully American Nike, you know, I go to dancing Pontic. Are you Pontic? I go dance. Are you Cretan? I dance. If you don't, are you from Ipiros? Are you from Metzoville? Where are you from? Whatever I do, I try to do my best, you know, and it's year after year after year. When I talk to dance director and I go, hey, why don't you guys try Monastiri? Oh, we know that stuff. And mm-hmm. I look at him, I go, you know that stuff? Really? You know that stuff. When did you do it? Or if somebody says, oh, I'm going to do Sarakatanika. Oh, we know that. Oh, we're going to do uh, Hios. Oh, we know that stuff. We know it. No, you don't know it. it. I've never heard of you ever, somebody saying, wow, did you see their Hiotika? Did you see their Kaparthos? You know, Long Beach? Long Beach, I could say, yeah, did you see Long Beach's uh, roads? Did you see Long Beach's uh, Caparthos? Everything they've done island-wise, have you seen that? They're Cretan. They spent the last 10 years doing Cretan, and they've done almost every village from uh, east side of Crete to west side of Crete. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. And they keep pushing the envelope to to more natural. Uh, remember, of course, the minute you go from stage, from from Platia or, or the village square to a stage, things get altered. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a stop, there's a go. It's not, you know, a bunch of drunk guys. You're not drunk on stage, obviously. You know, you ha- you have to kind of mimic that 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 party atmosphere. You know, it's the best dancers come out at four o'clock in the morning. They don't come at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock is when the little kids are dancing, and at the end of the night, the guys with the money back in the old days, because now it's all the silogo pays for everything because nobody has money. Everybody's everyone's broke. In the old days, when I was going to these Panigiria, I had to pay to dance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't 50,000 people running into each other. And the people that paid were also the people that were the best dancers. Mm-hmm. You know, So you got to see the cream of the crop. Now, you know, it, it, the guy from the next village might come over and step on a few feet. It's okay. It's, okay. it's whatever, you know. Yeah. But anyway, it's such a small thing, but it's such a big thing, you know. Yeah. And I feel like if somebody is newer to teaching or is, you know, directing a group or maybe has just stepped in, um, you know, like as a teacher for someone and they might listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, I am out at the foot of the mountain and Dean is at the top. Like, holy cow. Cause you are, you, first of all, obviously you have like a lot of historical knowledge in general, but you've spent a ton of time talking to people and researching and absorbing all of this you know, with, with all your senses, what advice can you give someone who might be starting off directing a group or might be, you know, helping someone else directing, um, to build their authenticity as an instructor? All right. So, uh, the the name of the game, usually when it goes to, it matters what age you're, if you're going to do younger kids, younger kids, like the faster stuff, they're like, you know, the Leventica and the Macedonian quick stuff, or maybe Thracian stuff. So whatever it is, you have to love it. Okay. I love everything. People say, Oh, I love Ipiros. Oh, I love Thrace. I love, like I said, I like dirty, dirty, filthy Tsamika. I love Chisetelia. I love, I like 
echo, wah, 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 wah. you know, I like, you know, I like everything. I love Cretan. I love Kalamatiana. I love, I love all of Greece, right? There isn't one part of Greece where I'm saying, oh, what are they doing over there? You know, maybe mm-hmm. Tilos, this is for Stacy. Stacy's for choice because she did Tilos and I'm like, this is what they do in Tilos? I ain't going to Tilos because I don't like the way they get down. But that's a joke. <laughs> but the point is, the point is you have to love that. And then you have to be the best dancer that you can be in that stuff. And that's, it's a rat race. It's just, it's like, it's, I, I'm lucky because I learned dancing a more organic way. I had no one teach me dance. They might've taught me, maybe Joe taught me a step, how to do mm-hmm. a step, 12 step. But then organically watching a lot of other people do and adding stuff and adding stuff. When I dance Chestos, I might dance 12 different guys way of doing Chestos, mm-hmm. you know? But I have that in my head, those 12 guys, and I could do it. And then I dance like Dean of Dallas doing it that way. I, I, I have to show it my way, the way my body's configured. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a heavy, heavy guy. I have to dance heavy, like a heavy guy. I have to, you have to, you have to be in shape too. He's got, there's like, there's this great uh, video from, uh, God, it's somewhere in Florida. No, no, it's not Florida, it's Grevena, Grevena. And this guy, in a, these are the videos that come to, he's wearing a member's only jacket. He's wearing a, like a blue members and he's doing a tzamiko. And it's four guys hugging on each other. They're literally the whole time hugging. And the one guy in front is squat, squat, spin, squat, spin, slap kick, spin, uh, balance step, balance, balance. And the, it is, first of all, most people would be gassed after the, like the 50th squat. This guy is like, a, he has like rubber legs. And you're like, what's going on? If you're not in shape for this kind of stuff, right now, I'm literally not in dance shape. It's going to take me like two months to get into dance shape, right? But how am I going to be able to do that if I'm like physically fit? That's number one. And number two, don't know the dance well enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to be, the, am I ready to teach this dance? Okay. Is it a 12-step Kalamatino? Uh, am I able to just do the 12-step? Because everybody can do the 12-step. But are you able to do turns, squats? Uh, coming into the line, out of the line. Can you do all that stuff? Is that because that dance? That's what they do, you know. They might even do a chipsetelli in the middle of a kalamatiano. You know, it's like it, it, it's there's more to it than just basic steps. So my recommendation is find a region, find a village. Let's say you found not Metzabel. That's it was hard. Let's say let's say oh here's a good one now. Let's do Preveza, right? Mm. You you do Preveza. You do Papa uh, Diastapotiria, you do, I don't know if you know us from there, but you do a Sirta from there. They have their specific set of dances from there. You know, Papa Diastapotiria is their, is their main thing, right? So you learn that as good as you can. So you're the best Papa Diastapotiria guy dancing on the glasses, right? With that melody and slow. And you learn that as best as you can. And then you teach the kids. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not that good at it, how are you going to teach that dance? How are you going to teach... Uh, how, how am I going to teach uh, Osmandaka, Kleftis, Berati? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's the thing about why people, why I love Ipiros. Ipiros has a ton of uh, par excellence dances. The, the, the best dance. So in, in Thraki, it's Zonaradico, right? Mm-hmm. In Ipiros, Stadio, even though that's your par excellence, their, their main, everything from, from, I don't know what dance you start off, but we're going to end it with a Stadio. 
I don't care if you start with uh, Osmandaka, you're going to finish the Stadio. You start with Cleftes, it's going to be Stadio. Start with Statria, you'll go to Stadio. It's like everything, all the rivers, you know how they go out to the ocean? Everything falls out to Stadio, right? <laughs> so so the thing about Iperos, it has a million of these like super heavy-duty dances. Pietzamic, Osmandaka, Cleftes, Berati. Uh, what am I missing? Uh uh, of course, Tamiko, Tamiko all over the place. So five dances right there. And then if you go to different parts of Ipiros, they got to do, do, do a little bit different. You go, to the, you go to the village across the way. I went to the Panigiria in Ipiros and I'm watching, I'm watching these ladies do cleftis and I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell cleftis is that? What's, uh, it was a Sprangeli, I, th- I think I was in the village. And I'm watching and I'm videotaping and I'm like documenting it. And I'm like, that's cool, right? At the end of the night, the guys dance cleftis. No steps, completely mm-hmm. made up. What does the melody tell you? It's I didn't left this next. So right there, I could do 50 things with I didn't left this. I could do squats, turns, slap kicks. Why? Why should I put basic steps to that? Because originally there was no basic step. Some Horovaskolo stuffed a bunch of steps because he learned it like that. Mm-hmm. He's teaching it like he's got to bring it back to Athena and teach this. You know, how is he mm-hmm. going to teach it to the rest of Greece? So I got to put right, right, bounce, step, one, two, three, step, lift, one, two, three, step, lift, and stop. You know, mm-hmm. I got to, I got, because, but in reality, the real step was like, whatever you want it to be. That's yeah. the beauty of the improv. You know, Drandaki, even though Likon and of Athens does a lot of uh, herky-jerky stuff, Drandaki's wrote this great book called uh, The Improvision of Dance, mm-hmm. right? And basically, that's all dance is. Even though there's basic steps, it, you're, the guy in front, do it. Do a turn. Uh, if, if, when I teach dancing and I teach and I say, if I dance on stage, when I do this, I might do a squat here. I might do a turn. might do another squat. Or maybe I don't do any of that. Maybe I just mm-hmm. keep it straight. But that's how the moment grabs you, right? Mm-hmm. There's times when I go to like a panigiri and they're like, whoa, Akusama is a horovasco, get up and dance. And I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, I don't have, I, I would literally be going up there to dance, to show off, and that's it. It's not, it's not because that's to get up and dance at this moment. And then sometimes it might be just three people and we're dancing all night in a room by ourselves, you know, to tape music, you know. So what is that passion? What is that, that whatever that drive that makes you want to uh, do this stuff? Thank you. I think people appreciate um, that advice and appreciate, you know, what you're saying of like, you have to find your own motivation, you have to find what makes you tick. um, And then sort of like feed off of that. I think that's really important. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, it's funny, because we, there used to be the Greek dance, did you ever hear about the GreekDancing.org? Yeah, somebody else brought it up. In a podcast. Yeah, so that was during the 2000s. And, uh, and Jordan didn't really talk. I didn't know Jordan back then. I, I met Jordan like 2006 or seven, but I, I had about 2000 posts in that. And that's basically kind of where I cut my teeth. I was kind of like the, uh, the asshole, basically. This guy's an asshole, you know, <laughs> because people don't like, you know what? I think in this world, we, we, we tend to give uh, a particip- participation prizes when you really suck, you mm-hmm. know, and this, and there was a lot of really good dialogue on that website, really good dialogue. When, I mean, Zumbaraki, Stelio Zumbaraki is another person you should probably get. He's, uh, he does, he's from LA. He's been doing it for a long time. He was a judge too. Uh, Stelio, Stelio said, made a, a really good point. He said, how come 
all of Greece now at FDF has to be the way they do it in the village, but Crete gets a pass and uh, and no Monastiri, for instance, gets a pass. You know, oh, you could do that whole robotic thing, 100 miles an hour, or you could do uh, team figures for Kritika. He goes, why? Why are we trying to find the deepest roots for... And that was, that was, and a lot of people, there was a lot of fighting. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we don't do the right Cretan or we don't do the right Monastiri or this and that. And basically, this, this, is, this is kind of like, some people don't like to hear the truth, you know? Mm. Some people don't like to hear a negative. They want to hear positive all the time. I mean, it's positive. You're doing great, kid. Good job. Oh, you fell on your face? Fantastic. Get up. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Pat on the back. Way to go. Oh, you stepped on five people and broke their toes? You're the best. Great dancing, you know? You just kicked that guy and made him fly over 10 chairs because you don't know what the hell you were doing? Good job. But that's, that's it's in the old days, it was a slap in the face and like, well, come on now, you know, you could do better, you know, do better. So, you know, that's that's another problem. You have to be able to take negatives, you know, mm-hmm. find your negatives and advance from there, you know? What, do I know everything about it? I I probably don't know it. This is something that Lula Kudis told me in Noma City. They, I asked him, I go, how much you think was lost the move from Bulgaria? He goes, probably 90% of our songs, 90% mm-hmm. of our stuff. And Nel Monastiri, why it's so fantastic, they had, this is something Joros Delian, the Hungarian guy, who was, he was, he was Greek, but during, uh, his, his parents were called communists, so he had to get out of Greece during, uh, during the Civil War. So, the, so that is why he was born in Hungary. Anyway, long story short. But he tells me the reason why Nel Monastiri was so fantastic, they had a lot of musicians. They had five, six guitar players, five, six uh, accordion players, flute players. Everybody played flute there. Everybody played uh, Furaji. It's in their songs. So they had all the women sing Rubana for the women for Easter. Right now, they're going to be doing Rubana if they if the COVID allows them. The, the women get all of Rubana and the men get all of uh, New Year's. So they got to separate it like that, you know. But he goes, and, and Lula Kudis goes, we probably lost 90% of our stuff. You know, uh-huh. in just a move coming down from, uh, from from Bulgaria all the way down to Thessaly, being, being able to understand that you're never going to know everything and you're not going to be, you know, that's the hubris. That's mm-hmm. the, the one thing you should have, you know, have a small ego, you know, and take criticism, be able to be criticized uh, because you're never going to progress. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, you're a little bit high on your steps there. Don't go, well, I like dancing high. It's like, well, nobody in this village dances high like that. Nobody. There's not one example of that. And the reason why you should go lower or you're too low, man, you got to get a little bit more bouncy, a little up, up, up on your thing. Or you need, or, you know, like the women, you, uh, they would do madilatos and the women used to always bend to the men. They'd bend over at the waist. And I would go, well, never do that. The women never bend over to the, the women in Monastiri are very uh, uh, like proud. They dance very proud. They dance very vertical, never bend over to the guy. It's not mm-hmm. a Zebekiko. You're not doing Zebekiko. And the guys don't dance as a Zebekiko. Just because you're doing the, the step, uh, you know, Sigafisto step, you know, you shouldn't be bending over like this. You know, it's not a Zebek, yes, right? Mm-hmm. So, but somebody said, well, I like dancing like that. Well, I mean, okay, that, you can like dancing like that, but that's wrong. So then, oh, I'm an asshole for telling you this. Okay, well, I'm an asshole. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's really a powerful conversation because I, I get into this often where, you know, 
drawing that line between personal expression and staying true to the authenticity of the region. I mean, yes. dance is meant to be an expression of yourself. So you need to have that personal touch. You need to be able, you know, show your passion and connection with the music and the dance. But while, while doing that, you're maintaining the integrity of the village style and the integrity of the dance. Um, that's such a fine line that so, so for instance, for instance, when you watch as many videos and things that I've seen, so there's a dance, like, I'll give you an example. There's a dance of Marenmo Caimemos, right? Carnavas, you're the best. Anyway, so uh, rest in peace. So when you dance it in the village, it's dance like a certo with an extra double back, like a 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's like a certo, but they add another extra set of, st of steps when they dance okay. it, right? So if you see a village, uh, somebody dance it, they might dance it because it sounds like, like Calamatiano, but in, in, uh, in the Xiromeri, where, wherever Carnavats are from, they dance it specifically that way, right? Another person might dance it as like, a, like you know how you see some of the island dancing, they always dance it forward. They, mm -hmm. never, they never do the back step. You yeah. know, they, do, they do a cierto and it's it's because they think they're doing island, they're doing this dun, da, 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 dun, da, da, and you see it at the bazooka or you see. So those people are, are expressing them have a good time. I would never go up to them and say, by the way, you're dancing that wrong. I have nothing to say to them. They're having a good time. Spin on your head. Have a, I would never say zero to them. But if you come to my workshop and you come to me and you say, Dean, I want you to teach me how they do it in Mesolonghi, this dance. I'll teach you how they're doing Mesolonghi. Now, what you want to do after that, it's up to you. But don't tell yeah. me you're doing Mesolonghi because you're not. Yeah. You know, you're literally, if you do Mesovitico or, or you're doing Vasil Arjondisa uh, from uh, Mesovo, right? And you're doing as a Pogonicio, you start doing a Pogonicio, I'm going to tell you, well, guess what? You're doing Pogonicio, right rhythm, it's the right beat, it feels right, looks right, whatever, but it's not Mesovitico or Mesovo. Uh, you know, it's yeah. not, you know, Panopodi, for instance, for Saracatanica. You could dance in Estatria, that's fine. But they have specific songs that are Panopodi, which has that extra backstep to it. And you could express it any way you want. I would never say anything to you if I don't know you. First of all, I'm not going to say nothing. I might criticize you from mentally criticize you. It's a kind of black ass. <laughs> right it looks like someone's electrifying him right but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ever tell you that yeah. i go to the bazooka and stuff like that and by the way the dance what happened to people dancing zebekiko nobody could dance zebekiko anymore you see these these guys first of all there's a beat it's not <laughs> like it looks like they're bobbing up and down in the ocean like a buoy it's like there's a beat to it you're supposed to dance to the beat or if it's an octalico, you got to dance to the beat. What beat are you on? You're just like, you're just the Siderones, like a Sidero, you're, mm -hmm. you're on your clothes, you know? It's like, you got to dance the beat, you know? You got to be able to syn syncopation. Mm -hmm. All dancers, that's another thing you got to teach dance, syncopations. Being able to dun da 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 dun da 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 Back on beat. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. Back on beat, you know, it's like be able to stop and start and and add, add don't add any steps, just do body movement and get back into it, you know. Syncopation is very important. That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. If you're if you've mastered the beat, then you could syncopate like nobody's business, you know. So I think 
I have a theory on Zembekika. Yeah. So I think like you'll see um, older gentlemen get up to dance and yeah. then you'll see like the young whippersnappers. And I'm sure I was definitely one of these crews back in the day. will kind of make their own circle and, you know, yeah. show off and stuff. And they don't watch the older people do it. So the way they learn the kids start watching like their friends do it and they're they're learning like a washed out version or a version where people are not like absorbing the beat and are not exploiting the beat and they're just kind of like flitzing around and doing kicks and picking up a shot and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the old guy pick up a shot yeah right the old yeah. guy's doing that too but he's he's making that beat like his bitch like he's really getting yeah, yeah. Into that rhythm a hundred percent but 100%. the young kids and, you know, whatever, I'm, I, I mean, I have visions of myself even doing this, like being in like the young kids circle are, are not paying attention enough to what they're doing. And then no one teaches Zimbekika, you know, like how do you, even us, like we were winding down, I think it must've been last year. And was it last year? Some of the kids in our group were like, can you teach us how to do this? Cause we go to Goya yeah. dances and we don't know how to do it. Uh-huh. Um, and, but I think like, how else do you learn it? You watch, you watch and mimic people. And if you're watching and mimicking your friends and they're doing it wrong, then you're going to carry that mistake. It's just like math. You know what I mean? You're going to carry that yeah, mistake yeah. through. So, well, Zebekiko, first of all, is a complete, talk about a dance. It's completely improvisational. It's otifelis. Mm-hmm. It's it's whatever's in your heart, whatever's in your in your soul. Yeah. That's what Zebekiko, and a lot of the, the old Zebekiko songs were like amanades or uh, songs of jail and, and mm-hmm. pain and suffering and senitia. Not like the songs now. Hey, you know, it's all fasolia yiga, this, right? It, all the, it's it's a fru fru. It's like Ipiros back in the day was like, you know, Vestopa uh, Halashamu. Halashamu literally means my ruin, that this woman is his, this guy's ruin. Me pasto milonad, because if something happens to you, I'm going to start killing people. Mm-hmm. You know, he's telling the person he's in love with his ruin. He's calling her his halasha. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, I thought it was thalasa. He's calling his ocean, whatever. <laughs> see? Anyway, but it's halasha, halasma, my 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 ruin. Uh, don't do this. And then you know all the songs. Uh, for instance, he goes. He goes. And if uh, if you don't want me anymore, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna knock knock everyone's socks off. You know, I'm gonna slay slay fools. Right. So. Now the songs are like Tandafilo, you know, which even though I like that song, come on, dude. Come on. It's a pretty song, but it's, it's, it's softer than butter. I mean, warm butter, microwave butter, you know, it's, 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 come on. You know, when somebody says, you know, or, you know, you don't come back eat drink and be happy because you once you die it's all over you know mm-hmm. these songs are like who knows how long yeah. you know it's it's xenitia it's death it's uh, it's pain and suffering even the love songs are pain and suffering these nowadays it's like the bekika nowadays like you know a well, big deal you know nothing nothing powerful you know i don't know i, I think they're all trying to capture something i get it but you know, when when Kazajizi saying, uh, you know, it's like I was looking for people to understand me and feel me. I couldn't find, and instead of like helping me, they put more wounds on me. It's like, and you're dancing that as a Zembeki going, you're like, yeah, even though yeah. my life's not that bad, 
but someone's life must have been bad, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dancing, that's why you got to listen to the music. Got to listen to the, to the, to the, the music, the, the lyrics, you know, if you're just dancing, so I had a stavata, as they say, as my mom used to say, that guy's I had a stavata. It's just like a, a breeze through the, through the fields, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's, it's nothing. It means nothing. feels nothing. It's okay. He's trying. He's trying. You know? So I was going to ask, is, is there a region village that has kind of stuck out the most for you over all, all your explorations that, I would be honest. The people, the the village where I actually know all the vill- a lot of villages is Nail Monastery. Now, okay. what again? My favorite stuff. If you go, Takis Carnavasi just came out with a documentary on him, on uh, Andromeda. He is the best. I don't care. My opinion, fact. He is the singer, singer. He is the greatest singer who ever lived in Greece. That I've heard that. Uh, Dionisio Kazadzidi, when it, during the the, the whole uh, Tavernas in Athens back in the 60s, when they were closed down, they would go see, uh, what do you call it? They would go see Carnavas sing. Carnavas, for me, when he sings, you know, Sarada Meres Perpato Panoria, that or Panathemasas uh, Vasana, I mean, that is the Tzamiko. That is that the, the, Clarino and just uh, even even those got electric guitar in it and stuff like that. I love that. And then, by the way, that's his creation. That's that's his evolution. Like uh, Mesologia in that area, Alto Carranias, uh, 60 years ago, they weren't doing that kind of stuff. And I don't even know if they're doing it anymore, but that's the stuff. I can listen to Carnavas all day long, you know. The villagers, in terms of the village that I know, I know the villagers, the musicians from there, and stuff like that. It would be Nel Monasteri. And then, of course, Iperos, Costas Verdes, and Filipides, and all these guys up in the different areas of. Uh, and every year it changes, you know. This year I might be into Monasteri. Next year I might be into, uh, you know, uh, the, the border stuff up in Delvinaki or, or, uh, or you know, Arirocastro and the stuff that's in southern, southern Albania, northern Iperos, the real northern. You know, Thesprotia. It might be Metso, but it matter, every year I'm I'm pliable. I'm it might be Korean. I like uh, I like Marzakis. I like Kisamitika. Mm. I love Kisamitika, you know? Yeah. You know, Palyarumata, yeah. you know, Pontic sometimes. I don't know. Um, Dean, so you mentioned um the tradition of dressing up like as the demon um yeah. with Jordan, yeah. which Jordan did not talk to us about this, so Oh, that's too bad. He was so. great at it. Yeah, and we're gonna have to revisit that with uh, Mr. Elrod. Um, yeah, yeah. What traditions do you love um, that might be related to Greek dancing? You know, um, other than you know the the tradition that you took us through, um, where you dressed where you dressed up. Is there anything I'm, else? That I'm, you I'm love? gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to Stacy about this, and uh, it's something I, I it's it's funny. I don't know if this even makes it in there, but when I was 17, 18, baby. Uh, I remember dancing at FTF and like three girls came up to me and said, you're amazing. And I was like, I'm what? You're an amazing dancer. Who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And that's happened a lot. And I would go to these like American, American dancing, stuff like that. And even, you know, girls I dated and stuff like that. I would tell them I'm Greek dance or a Greek dance teacher. And it was like an in, you know, <laughs> that was, that was kind of like. That was your golden ticket. Think, yeah. It was like kind of my golden ticket. It was like, you're big ass. Six foot one, whatever, 230 pounds ass is a dance teacher? Get out of here. And I would show them YouTube videos and they'd be like, I can't believe it. 
And I'd be like, it was kind of like, you know, I mean, that's kind of like the whole what what was going on with the with the village is a nifapazara. You know, it's like that's how people met people back then. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know how people got together and and in terms of traditions, I mean, uh, my village we don't. Oh, in my village we didn't even have a panigiri until 2000, yeah. and I talked to one of the guys who the organizers there, and uh, 2000 94 I think. And I told him back in 1994 that I'm a Greek dance teacher and I love it. And he started, and I had kind of this kind of conversation with him. And I go, do you know that in our village, we used to dance Tatria in Aitos a long time ago. And the way we danced Samiko and and Kalamatino is kind of a different way than most. And he was so blown away by this in our own village. And by the way, my, the worst, worst Samiko ever is Enas Aitos. I hate that song. My <laughs> village is named us, and I, they were playing our, eh, nah, as morenas, That is the lamest song ever. <laughs> I, I'm like, that song is straight booty. It's, oh, God, I hate it. Right? Straight booty. <laughs> it is. It's, it's just, I, I, if somebody plays that, they're like, hey, and I toss. I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? Turn that shit off. Anyway, you know, Trigona about Trigona, you know? Anyway, so, Panathemasas Basana, or Topek Nidusus, I mean, those are Tamika. It's like, holy shit. To Tritibidas Gamo, you know? Anyway, so I talked to him and he goes, you know, we've kind of, we've kind of killed our tradition in the village. And so he started the whole festival again in the village. And in 2002, he comes up to me and he's like, you know, you're one of the reasons why I got involved in this to bring the youth and bring dance groups and live clarina back to our village, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like, what? So he had me dance, dance. And he goes, I want to, the, the Dallas family's here from America. Let's yeah. all dance. Uh, they got my ass dancing around. I'm wearing like a see-through shirt. <laughs> like I just came from the beach. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, don't record this, you know? But, but that's, that's, I, I don't know, traditions. I don't know what tradition. There's no traditions, I think. You know, what's cool? Whatever village has traditions, it's cool. I mean, if the Momoyere are doing something traditional, that's cool. If they're doing something Pontos or the Neumonasteriotes are doing the Gamiles. By the way, Neumonasteriotes is doing Gamiles now, and they'd stop doing it, mm. you know? Because, but now they're like, the Americans are doing Gamiles, and we're not? I go, do you, do you realize that the people on stage are not even, some of them aren't even Greek? Doing the Gamilas, you're, you're, the, the guys came from Nel Monastiri, and I think that year out of the 100 rounds, I think 26 were Nel Monastiri from little kids all the way. And they were so blown away because I brought them to play for us, right? Mm-hmm. And they were so blown away by FDF. Verdi's the same thing. They were so blown away that the, this thing called FDF. And it's like, I can't believe this is going on here in the corner of the, of the universe. And we're in Greece not doing this. So now, now performing groups, uh, Stefano told me he goes to places for performing groups. They look at your guys' video from 2016 and they mimic it and they do it exactly like you guys. So the performing groups in Greece are copying us. That's hilarious. That's crazy. I mean, he goes, Dino, they're doing, they're doing testos now in circles. They're not doing, they stopped doing it in straight lines and they're doing it in circles like you guys did, you know, the right way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know about traditions. I don't, I don't know what's, my favorite, not enough. I love spinning a pig and I love spinning a sheep 
and getting together and drinking with my friends. I mean, is that a tradition? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I like, sure. I like <laughs> eating and drinking. I mean, that's that's basically what FDF for, for me. Last year, I didn't dance at FDF. Or, yeah, last year, last year. Because we yeah. took a year off. And yeah. uh, and uh, what do you call it? And plus, the way dancing every year at FDF has some you know, I'm a judge at HDF. For the, I might dance at HDF this year. I'm putting right. it out there right now. First, hot, oh. hot exclusive. Hot exclusive. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. Asirtos podcast exclusive. exclusive. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just sent it out to my uh, Equal Yenya group, and they're like, what do you guys think? They're like, awesome. Um, yeah. So, Dean, we are hoping to get out to Psihi Weekend, and we heard someone say that you might be teaching there. What, in Arizona? Yeah. Oh yeah, I am teaching. I'm teaching. Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm doing Monasteria. I think I think I'm doing Monasteria. I, I haven't. I'm, I just only for like four hours. So yeah, I'm going to be teaching Monasteria. Yeah. Okay. Right. Awesome. So oh, we any... will definitely party yeah, up. No, no, you go. I'm bringing <laughs> lots of whiskey. Don't worry. You guys drink whiskey? Uh, well, last time I had whiskey was when we had a band from Greece here, yeah. <clears throat> in upstate New York. Nice, nice. We definitely threw down some whiskey then. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's a good time. Um, so if people are listening to this and they want to learn from Dean, um, because I think obviously you can tell he's a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of information, um, see he weekend is coming up in Arizona. Uh, they're going to be posting more information. I'm sure probably actually when this podcast, um, actually airs information will be online. So definitely check that out. Um, but Dean, this was amazing. You are literally <laughs> encyclopedia Britannica of Greece, <laughs> like literally. I, I don't have a filter. That's right. A lot of people are going to be like, eh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't have a filter. And I, by the way, I don't give a shit. So it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> I mean, what is someone going to criticize me? I've already been criticized plenty. And my mom and dad aren't around anymore. They're the only people I ever worried about when I got criticism. So, you know, I can sticks and stones. I, 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 tell, I tell my daughter, I go, sticks and stones. Oh, daddy said it's, six, it's just words. Doesn't, it means nothing. And who cares? Is this, are you ever going to see this person again? No. Don't worry about it. Move mm-hmm. on. Move on. You know? You know, that's an important so. lesson to learn. I think it's a hard advice to take, but I think, um, like, living yeah. life that way is is better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not really yes. giving giving a hoot no, what people think. No. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Absolutely. people that don't matter. You know? It's like, it, it's funny about me, and this is something that Jordan will tell you about me, and most people that, on the outside, when people see me, they think this guy is a douchebag. What an asshole, right? <laughs> but then when they get to the inner circle, the inner rings of the planets, when they're out there by the Kuiper belt, yeah, they're way out there. But once they get into the inner ring where Earth and, and Venus are, and they get to the inner circle of me, they realize that I, I'm not an enemy. I'm not I'm not here to be just a, this troll, this trolling everybody. I'm here. I, you know what? I do say a lot of things to try to make people laugh, you mm-hmm. know, but and it's just comedy. But in general, I would love to teach everybody everything I know. Take everything I know and run with it. I've taught thousands of people. Mm-hmm. I've taught Americans, these, the, the, we they call them ethnoids, these people mm-hmm. that, you know, they would show up at Ashkenaz and, you know, they've been doing dancing for 30 years and they, they've been doing that. They've never changed. They never became better dancers. They're just guys just doing basic steps and they're having a good time. And mm-hmm. even if I go there and try to teach them a little bit, something a little more advanced, they're going to go right back to their old ways, you know, and yeah. and then they, they enjoy it. You know, I got nothing critical about that. If I could teach them to be the greatest dancers ever, that'd be great too. And by the way, I do it for free. Mm-hmm. I, I have no skin in the game in terms of like, you know, making money. I'm never, I've spent more money than I could. I wasted my life. I've wasted my youth 
doing dancing, not wasted, but I mean, if I, if I push myself into being like engineering or, you know, I don't know, something computer or whatever, it wouldn't have been a fulfilling life for me, but I probably would have been a lot richer, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, monetary, which again, what is happiness? This is what makes me happy. You know, yeah. this is what fires me up when I'm listening, listening to a song, you know, and I start crying and stuff like that. What the hell's wrong with me? You know, emotional, <laughs> you got emotional problems, dude. <laughs> this guy's playing, you know, it's like you hear Zimas playing, you know, right and then uh Luca comes in and goes and you're like holy shit i want to i want to drive 100 miles an hour and stick my head out the window what was that you know what is going on there and this guy's it's like the guy's saying come on you know Come with me. Uh, don't don't make me suffer. I'm gonna die. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, wait a minute, dude. Well, you're not gonna die, are you? No, you're not. But you're singing it, you know. Yeah. And that's that's awesome, you know. I don't know. It's like, and what makes you? Somebody else will listen to say, yeah, that's cool. That's nice. <laughs> thrilling, not nice, but thrilling, yeah. you know. I feel like. Or is the it? First time is it I nice? Heard, not thrilling. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. Um, was it Philippides? Him yeah, and his brother yeah. play. Wasn't that yeah. Montreal, Ev, when we were in Montreal? That was Montreal, yeah. Yeah, I got those, like, I got the bumps. I had the goosebumps, yeah. like, the entire yeah. time. And I was like, these grown men, like, have dedicated their whole life to this. Um, and I remember we went and bought their CD because, you know, they brought CDs to this. At and yeah. it was like, they were like rock stars you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. i was definitely like goofy around them because i was like holy cow these guys are phenomenal you know and to think and to think there's guys better <laughs> probably are there probably are <laughs> i'm saying these guys are like top 10 and there's guys that are better that's and you got to go find them yeah i remember yeah. being in in, uh, in rumali at this panigiri and they had the guy who on the peanut guy he was everywhere right and this this Gypsy kid, I guess he gotta been gypsy, maybe. I don't know. He was dark and he's playing clarino and he smoked the other guy. Mm. And he and he was wearing an oversized suit, you know. And I and I went up to him, I go, listen, man, I love the tamika. I love this dirty, dirty tamika. And you are amazing. Uh, the other guy must be making more money because he's on the pinaka with a famous singer, but you smoked his ass because he played for me Aras Tamiko. And I was just like, wow, you know, I was like, he, he tore it up. I was listening to all night long and I was videotaping. I was like, who is this kid? He must've been, now he's probably in his, I don't know. I, I was 30. He must've been about, I don't know. He must've been about maybe 27, 28, but he was amazing. But that's the thing. They're out there. There are amazing players out there. The problem is I think, and this is, this is why this, we could talk about Greek dancing for like hours days months days. Yeah. there's guys there's guys who went to music school and i think that's a problem a guy who could grab the clarino and learn by himself and bend it to what he wants to bend literally bend the clarino bend the phrasing bend the notes to what he wants versus a guy who's classically trained in a, a gymnasium or that guy will never get yeah. that flavor 
versus the guy who picked it up at four, five, six, seven years old, and he was listening to his dad or listening to the, the masters, you know, listening to Vasilis Sukas or, or Saleas, old Saleas, you know, Aristopoulos, uh, Mikis Vasiliadis, Petrolukas, Halkas, Tassos, and you listen to these guys play and you're like, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm getting it, I'm getting it. Merco Miraloy by Tasso Halkas. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. I've never heard another player play like that. I don't care who you are. You can't play it. Sorry. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're off. It's like, you listen to that. You're like, holy shit. Because mm-hmm. when you go into in, in music school, it's a, uh, a do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. It's not do, re, mi, okay. uh, where these clarinetists are just like completely making the, the clarinet do whatever they want to bend it to their will. And that has to do with dancing too. someone who yeah. was trained very rudimentary. Like the teacher said, go forward. You look at Monastiri now, a good, another good example. They go in and out. Now, if you watch the old videos, the guys used to carry the line to the right more. And I said to Stefano, Hey, Stefano, by the way, he goes, yeah, dude, I've noticed that too. I'm, I'm noticing that the old timers, the old days used to carry across the circle. And mm-hmm. then when the Chester happened, they would go in and out. Sometimes, big stepper or bigger steps and sometimes no movement at all right stis or tatria is, uh, that's the real name of that tatria they never did the arm swing that continuous arm swing that they added later on hmm. if you look at all the old timers they did the basic step and the guy in the front did all the figures it's almost like a tamico mm-hmm. testos the guy in front does all the figures not the 50th guy down the thing. He's who cares? How do we know each other? Mm-hmm. I go in the line and, and I know what this guy's going to do in front. How do I know that? You know, why do I need to hold my hands? I think it's more relaxing when you dance uh, Leviticus with your hands down. I just feel it's better when you get to the front. That's when you do the second or third guy might do a W hold if they want, because he's holding the guy in front for his figuras. I get that. That makes sense. But logically, I think it'd be nicer. And they tend to dance more behind each other in these videos in this one from if you get your hands on this video it's the bible it is fantastic first of all everybody's dressed like saturday night fever like straight <laughs> all the women are wearing like high white shoes those dresses from Saturday. you should be dancing yeah you know anyways you watch this video and you're like dude this is straight everyone's wearing polyester they see the Pirotico village where these guys dance amazing arvanitico for instance arvanitico so you have to remember in ipiros there was the, the marriage of, of music. So for instance, somebody like Mikey Basiliadis, who was from Patra, he hops over to Preveza, Preveza, uh, uh, Satana, whatever that, uh, that famous cafe or whatever that's where all the famous musicians, I mean, there's walls of uh, Saleas and everybody went through. These musicians, to make money, they couldn't just play one village stuff. They had to be well-rounded. So they picked up Turkish stuff. So a lot of the chief right? So they picked up chiftetelias for people that wanted chiftetelias. They had they picked up tzamika from the rumeliotes, from the the cleftes, you know. Arvanitico, there's a dance called Arvanitico, and it has nothing to do with Iperos. It's really, it's basically uh, the Arvanites from of of like in Rumeli, Arvanites of uh, of Suli and stuff like that, who weren't technically pirotes right you know mm-hmm. they're not greek pirotes they're not they're just we had arvanites down in uh in our my uh, my mom's uh yaya spoke arvanitica and then her husband when she got married to my my mom's papuse slapped her in the face and said you ever speak that language here i'll kill you this is 1930 1920 you know 
you know, no, you br- only Greek or nothing. And she was like, okay, there goes Arvanitika out the door. I did my DNA test. I'm 94% Greek. Wow. 94. I got uh, 3%, I think, a little bit Italian, some Ashkenazi Jew, uh, some unknown Slavic, and I think that's from the Yaya's part over there, Uh, some unknown, you know, what's Arvanitis? So what is a race? Is a race the language or is it the religion? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, these people in Neomonastiri are definitely Greek as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they were living in the middle of Bulgaria and didn't know how to speak Bulgarian. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. You know, it's like Chinatown in San Francisco. You go into Chinatown, nobody speaks English. It's like they all look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, of course, because you stepped into yeah. their their vortex, their culture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? So, but yeah, anyway, so just I just tell people do your own research. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you bring some guy to come, if Dean of Dallas comes in and he tells you, God, he's the greatest uh, testo master of all time, blah blah blah, hey, get a second opinion. You know, the, do- mm-hmm. the doctor told you you got a, you know, hernia. Hey, get a second opinion. Maybe a second doctor told you. Doesn't mean, I, doesn't mean I'm the best. I think I'm the best, but that's my opinion. Okay. Doesn't mean I am the best. Somebody might come across and say, hey, man, the way he teaches, it's never going to be good for you. You know, you got to, you got to be able to do your own research. You got to be able to make it, make it your own dance. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I teach Pivla Hakos, who's one of the best dancers ever, right? Pano Theodoro, one of the best dancers ever. Uh, Dennis Tavares, one of the best dancers ever. Uh, 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 Evan Lampros. I mean, this guy is going to be the next, you know, he's fantastic. He's The kids won sweepstakes, two sweepstakes, three gold medals, four gold medals. I mean, he, he's never lost. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, because he danced, he double danced in two groups, right? But th- the point is, all these people dance different. That's five people. No one dances the same. No one dances like me. I don't dance like Pano. I don't dance like Peter. Peter doesn't dance like me. I don't dance like Jordan. Jordan doesn't dance like me. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's fantastic. And that's how it should be, right? Stacy's fantastic. You know, Stavro's fantastic. Uh, Sarando's fantastic. Mm-hmm. These are these are these are the people. You know, they, I'm old now. I'm 51. I don't know. In a couple more years. What do you think? You know, but you know, this younger age. Where's the next Dean of Dallas going to come? The people who are like. Don't get off YouTube. YouTube is a disaster. I've seen people put some stuff in like, oh, we're learning these dancers. And I'm like, uh, this is a performing group. What are you putting this shit for? And there's mm-hmm. nothing good in here. This is, you can't copy them. They, they, they're, they're like robots now. You can't, you can't, you look at villagers and see what the villagers, try and find the villages. I mean, you could find, you could find some stuff. I, I got videos I found from like the 1960s in Iperos or recordings of Radio, Radio Albania doing polyphonics in the 50s with Greeks in Argyrokastro. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? If you like the music, that is. Yeah, so you got to do it's it's a, it's a journey that never ends and uh, you got to love it. You got okay. If you don't love it, hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Dean, thank you so much um, for being no with us today. That was seriously fantastic. And, uh, I haven't talked about Greek yet Excellent. Anymore. It was good right. to see you get fired up, and I wish people could see you on here because when you yeah. were like imitating the musicians and stuff, it was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank I'm, you I'm, for getting fired up. We can appreciate that. You, you know, people come to the room at FDF just to make, for me to make jokes. You know that it's yeah. just uh, <laughs> they just kind of hang out to see what kind of last FDF. I mean, we were on the floor laughing. It was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I announced groups 
I announced groups at FDF and some of them, you know, they have some of the Turkish names. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to, I'm about to crap on this one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And then my, my friends were like, it's called like this. You know, I'm like, yeah, but what the, it's Turkish, dude. Get out of here with that stuff. Come on now. How am I supposed to know this? You know? We will see you in Arizona. Um, for sure, for sure, 100%. I'm, we'll I'm, definitely I'm see you um, at HDF because Evan and I are definitely going this coming year. Right. We've already got it penciled in. Um, awesome. So thank you so much for spending your day. We're going to party, for sure, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, definitely. Thank you for having me. And uh, maybe in a couple of months, we'll have to do it again. Let's do it again. Yes, yeah, yes. we can do it definitely. live in a few months. Live, yes. I mean, it be, is oh, live, but in person. That's what yeah, I mean. yeah, in person. That'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So if you guys listening like this podcast, please make sure to subscribe and give us a rating and we will be back with more Sirtos next week. Oh,